the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. I didn't hear an action from Pat. Action! So, can you stop yelling? Jesus, Pat. Um, so, are you booking another podcast over there? Yeah. Yeah, are you te- like, can you ask Bobby Lee if I can hop on, too? Yeah. Should we just do press Bobby, for our TV show together? He just sent me as a, a picture of his penis. Should just we? For, then just because it's Wednesday. So, do you need a magnifying glass? Yeah, I can't see it at oh, all. That's not his penis. That is a <laughs> California raisin. So, it's a clothespin. We, Mary Lynn and I, I, here's how I usually start the show. I've done it twice, but I decided it's usually. I start with asking the guest, are we friends? And you answer. I'm not going to answer. You know. So it's already going not well. I was thinking about that because I knew you asked it. Don't you drive? Doesn't it drive you nuts when you go on a podcast and somebody goes, I'm here with one of my best friends, Mary Lynn. And you're like, I don't know you. And then you have to be like, the thing is. And I think you know this. I think you've gotten this feedback from people before. We never really hung out, really, until we just worked together. And when I am with you, I feel like... I feel like I'm the, flying. The greatest. The it great, is the greatest. greatest. What is it with you and Gray? The greatest. <laughs> she came and I, my, I need to enunciate. She, the greatest. She came into my house and she's like, I thought you your house was totally gray. have such a charisma and a magnetism that... When people, when I am with you, I don't want to not be with you. And I get on the ride and I don't want it to end. And then when I leave your presence, that ride is over. Okay? It, it, Try to catch it if you can. And I feel, I'm lucky enough to catch it again today. And I feel abandoned, quite frankly, <laughs> when you go back to like caring for your child. I like your child, as far as I'm concerned, is my nemesis. What's weird though is that. I'd love to take care of you, but you won't let me. Okay, you won't let me. I don't need it. Exactly. I'd All love I to. need is the fucking tur- here's, the here's turtle me base. In, uh, I All said I Vancouver. need is in the Toronto. turtle. That's where we were. All I need is the turtle base from Etsy, and you won't buy it for me. <gasps> the the wicker stand. So here's what was the thing. that an elephant? This is a thing. It is. I used I used to not believe this. It was a frog. It, it is possible to make new old friends. You just have to do it at the right time. So with you, I feel like I've always been like a like a fucking cheetah, like circling you and being like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not cool enough yet. But as soon as I knew I was, I swear, you're accusing me of lying? I didn't say anything. I made barely a facial expression. Yes, you expression. did. Here's my favorite about Here, you. Here, good for you. We don't, words or nothing, body We're working on only. the show. You know we're going to be TV together. show called Accused, July no, 20. We're both second. dramatic actresses. We've already won multiple awards. The show's not even out again. We're both incredible. If I win an Emmy, I'm going to have you do mine. <laughs> and if you win one, can I do yours? <laughs> do it. <laughs> can I do yours? Like, what, the speech? I want you to accept my, the, your award on my behalf. Remember when Marlon Brando sent like a Native American? Yes, if I, I would win, love to be your Native American. If I, I will go up and piss myself like Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. No, like um, uh, uh, Taken, like Liam Neeson all the time. 
all the time. Don't you, okay. I would be, I'm going to be your wolf and follow you with the award in my mouth. Okay, so um, keep going. Tell about, tell us about the show. Well, first, I want to finish my thought of you coming up to me in the coffee shop in the hotel with a genuine, and I believed you. You had that look. You go, I didn't want to come up to you. Like you had that social anxiety because I was sitting by myself and you saw me before I saw you and you didn't like want to, do you remember that? I spent about 45 minutes pacing in the lobby after I saw you. Cause I, cause when you do a TV show but with this someone. This is the contradiction of you. And then like a few seconds ago when I said, I want to take care of you, you're like, I don't need it. Like you're, <laughs> you're the baddest bitch boss. But then you also have this side that's like, I didn't want to approach you. And I was like, is this, Be- is she for real right now? Because it I- seems like you're playing a character and I know you weren't. Cause I was like, wait, I, you're, you're the boss, Whitney. What but you, I you... don't like. Okay, so when you, I the don't initial... like. I don't like when people trap you. Okay, when someone there is, that. everyone has the right to be alone in public and do what they're doing and not be accosted by someone they know. If I see someone I know in public, like at a coffee shop working, I will text them and be like, "Hey, I see you. Do you want to hang <laughs> or not? No pressure, because I don't like when people come up to me like Whitney, Jenny." Seattle. Well, Fire. yeah, and then I don't want to approach you because I don't like, want to be that person. Like, I see dude, your I'm universe. I'm literally ordering urns for my dead mom. Get, let's. I need a. I wasn't ready for. And then I'm gonna disappoint you because I'm like, it's so nice to talk to you, and they're like, she didn't even like. Fuck. It's just like I don't. I think that in public, it's like when you're pregnant and people just touch your belly. Like no one has any fucking manners or boundaries. I think you have such a charisma and a magnetism that you create an an instant intimacy with people and then everybody wants to be around you. So I try to... But then when you pulled that on me, that was like so charming, like I didn't want to approach you and then you did and then it was immediately like, do you want to go to the gym? And then we went to the gym and um, you have kind not of separated a, since. You kind of did a comedy act for me while you were working out That's and just I was me crying working out. I wasn't trying to be funny. No, because you were talking about who you were dating or who you used to be dating, but it was an anecdotal. There was a beginning, a middle, and end mm-hmm. with laugh and lines we, while you were doing your circuit. Because also the way that we, also you're working out is hilarious. But you yes, and I both true. do mic drop moments for each other, so mm-hmm. I would be like, "Yeah, because this is how my dad died." Boom, sit up, and you'd be like, "Da da da." And then because my yeah. ex husband, who's like, you know, my ex husband who's on a date with someone else, and push up. Like we were just like yeah. dropping bombs at each other. That's what I love about like instant. Sisters, instant friends. You know what we've never done? Small talk. Straight out. I don't do small talk. I go straight to big talk. Yeah, you do. So I didn't want to approach you and then have you try to talk about the rain. Or what if you wanted to yeah. talk about the, the laundry? My laundry thing's not working. I'd be like, <sighs> so I just got to slowly Yeah, and before entrench. we even talk about the show, can we talk about what a good time we had on the show? So we That's shot- the thing. I imagine you hanging out with other people, and I'm like, I wish it was me. And I don't even want to go there because I'm not that type of person. I'm not needy. So like, as I don't I'm need you. That okay, is, I don't need you. That is Liam Neeson uh, in public <laughs> after he wet his pants and takes pictures. No! Always. Oh my God, I need a closer look. Always a... Um, what year is this laptop from? <laughs> the future. <laughs> Oh, the future. I thought it was so, from 1996. So, yeah. So, next time we go to the gym, maybe more core work. <laughs> You're like, this is where I edit things. I'm, I'm also an editor. <laughs> this is where I put my reel to reel. 
Wait. So, yeah. So if so, look, the real ones, the real bap bap bap, the real Hold good on. for you fans know about Liam Neeson's urination and public problem in his pants. But it's fine. We're gonna move on because um, it's already been talked about. Liam Can Neeson, I have my moment with it? Um, I can't believe how many different. I know ones there are. So and here's the thing about me. I was born. I was made in a lab to make Marilyn Ricegub laugh, <laughs> and I know this about myself. So between Drew, the flowers on Drew Barrymore's clothes and the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, like I, we were in Toronto shooting a very dramatic psychological the most thriller dramatic show you could ever imagine. And I was doing an impression of Drew Barrymore <laughs> most of the time, whenever we were off. Like we, I have a scene where I am violently like attacked and like in between. <laughs> In between, I'm like, yo, the witness on the Johnny Depp stand. He can't paint anymore. Like, he can't paint. The guy is so stressed out, he can't even paint anymore. Like, we. I love that you remember that too. We had a psychotic break, basically. Yeah, we did. You know? What about when we were going to find the Handmaiden's Tale? Set. How about so many things happened not on the show before so we, get we to were talking shooting about next to the handmaid, not handmaiden. I don't know. Is that the UPN, UPN spinoff? Um, you the just... handmaiden's tale <laughs> and handmaiden's story. That's the porn Have version. You watched the handmaiden's so stories. We discover halfway through shooting this crazy drama in Toronto, which by the way, COVID was peaking. We didn't breathe one ounce of oxygen the whole time. We were in masks the whole time. Yeah. Remember, COVID safe, like just being smothered by like masks and fear. It was, there was so much, we were on a drama that was already like, it's Howard Gordon who's going to be coming on the show. He did The Americans. He did 24. The writers did some of my favorite shows. One of them called An American Crime. Like this is like an incredible, heartbreaking, poignant smart as shit drama and yeah. then you and I are just straight out of the belly room just like gah, 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 gah. <laughs> like we're just like let's go to Niagara Falls everyone's like what you have to oh, get up at 3 a.m my favorite the the Niagara Falls was another whole moment we had the best time first of uh, all I'm in my room you don't even know what goes on in my mind because you're so busy with what goes on in your mind but I, I only think about other people it's called codependence, recovery, 14 years. Well, I guess this, that is beside the point of what I'm going to say. I was going to say, uh, let me wake up. I guess I move a lot slower. That's all it is. I move a lot slower. I said, I'm going to, I'll wake up and like, see if we can get a rental car. And you're like, eh, I, I don't know. And like f- seven minutes later, you had, <laughs> no, for a second, you're like, should we take, should we go on a helicopter tour? Should we, should I get a, a tour mm. of, uh, I hear, co- uh, uh, the, I hear the, the Niagara Falls? I hear the, I hear the pilot that, Kobe's guy trained is is uh we almost went on that we almost went and thanks, then thanks my, to me, I said no let's not book and then I said, any no. tours you have a son. let's not buy no. any tickets you have a son we're not doing helicopter I have a child that I need to raise mm-hmm. and we we don't want to commit to that okay let me okay, say fine. one thing go for the day I, I I'm gonna say one thing Niagara Falls on the Canada side is Incredible. one of the few tr- visual feasts that lives up to the hype. One of the few. You didn't, you wanted to commit to a uh, helicopter, but then you didn't want to commit to a rental car. Or maybe there were too many variables. So you ordered an Uber Mm -hmm. to drive us over 200 miles? How about this? Uber drivers is the TED talk of your life. I love talking to Uber drivers. They know so much fucking more than any master class. that guy. Yes, we did. We did? Because we asked if weed was legal. 
remember? It was maybe part. more on the way back. I remember back. trauma bonding and drinking Coors Light. We did drink. We did all at of those Niagara, things. Niagara, we got wasted at Niagara Falls. We got soup and so Coors fun. Light. And remember oh. the woman that was outside? You got soup and Coors Light because you have to have like four liquids. At all times. At all times. Correct. Correct. That's what happened in the morning I, when I tried to take care of you. And I was like, oh, this is something else entirely. Because <laughs> like, I tried to call you and go, what can I get you? And then you were like, not having it. And then when you showed up, you had like six drinks. And you were like, I'm not always like this. And um, <laughs> Usually I have pear juice. So now do you oh, want to tell the story about the us morning. going into the gift shop at Niagara Falls? Yes. See, I'm still two steps behind you. I'm still with the glory of the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. I still Falls, have that peach that windbreaker. That we saw through the window and squealed like children. Okay, you tell the story. We, You could see the water rushing over. And we both... Remember the maple syrup I was trying to buy? You wouldn't let me? Yeah, she wanted to buy jams. She wanted to buy like a pomegranate orange drink. You lost your mind in the... Um, gift shop is what happened and that's when I learned about her Etsy addiction um, why am I talking by myself this is the, the monologue portion of the podcast what was happening that we couldn't <laughs> oh we couldn't take a tour we couldn't take a boat tour because they thank god it was closed and remember, we watched it. We were like, glad we're not on that boat. But there's something visually, cold. like all the rushing water, it makes you want to jump Rushed in Rushed in water, more like it. It makes you feel like you're tripping a little bit. Uh-huh. And we were yelling with excitement. It's you so brought that out in dangerous. Me. The, the joy how of a child. Di- how violent. Or maybe it was the Coors Light. The waterfall is. That's going to make noise. Uh, sound problem. Audio issue. No, no, if you wear that on. You started it. I am, no, but I. I can try it on. That's got to go, and you're blocking my camera. Wild. Saboteur. (laughs) Okay, yes. So, yes, we can do this, but the sound, if you take so much as a. How matchy is. If you take a bite of mashed potatoes, I will lose half subscribers. Like, people. Where's the mashed potatoes? I I thought if it was going to be that kind of party, I would have put my dick in the mashed potatoes. Name the reference. What if I don't move? Bring out, um, what's her name? So I can have. Make white love claw, with her as again. you called her. She called my robot White Claw. <laughs> What's her name? Bear, Bear Claw. Claw. Bear Claw. Bear Claw. Bear Claw. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm gonna saying, take I'm just control a little bit of this slower. now. It'll come to me. I'm gonna take control of this now. I haven't made one sound with Mary this. Mary Lynn, Pat, ask Pat. I, Pat and I are on Neuralink already. Look at this color. I know. I thought it was thicker. I remembered it differently. Remember when you I'm made fun so of me buying this? this jacket. Yeah, I had to talk to the cashier, and I had to do one of those. I don't know what. What's her deal? Oh, why is she buying a raincoat at Niagara Falls when it's raining out? What a crazy idea. No, because we're gonna get ponchos. Yeah, that were made of fucking. Why did you want cancer? jam? Why did you want jam? Why did you want a wicker footstool? Oh, so when I go, okay, so slow down. So I, when I travel, I go. You can't have. You had to have everything. In I the, go grocery in the, shopping at gift shops in other cities. That's where the good jams are. The best jams are in gift shops in great hotels. The best what is syrup. This attitude. What is, that you oh, just you're just you're into? just out there buying Aunt Jemima that's been exploiting black women for hundreds of years. I'm here buying family-owned Niagara. Did local, you buy the maple Indigenous. Syrup? You didn't let me. Well, now that I, I see shamed. what's going on here, it's just a different concept of life. Mm-hmm. Like you have this is a universe and you got to keep it going and if we, you don't buy if you don't have a constant flow of stuff from gift shops if it's pay, from etsy this is my deal clean buying guilt-free buying don't buy on amazon i don't because i can't handle the guilt i buy i try to buy as much as i can i mean local 
local and then bring it back. You think the gift shop redistribute at Niagara the wealth. Falls is is a local operation and not a the, big corporation? If I look at the brand, there are yes, it is, but a couple of their jams, I jellies. You. I can't argue. I can't argue. Some that. of them will be mom owned, black owned. So I have an app where I look at the thing and I go, "Who's the money going to?" And it's not going to Niagara Casino. A lot of times, especially near a casino, is always going to be on indigenous land for the most part. Look, you're two steps ahead of me. Indigenous, what am I going to argue with Indigenous this? honey. Am I going to argue with you buying the indigenous honey it, of the people? Also, as soon as you What go, are you trying to say? Hey, hey, all you out there getting jet lag who can't sleep and getting sick when you travel, first thing you do when you land is what? Eat local honey. Oh, so you acclimate so you don't get up. Mm -hmm. I'm making zero noise at all, by the way. I don't know why you didn't trust me putting this jacket on. And I, I know this color I looks good on I can't me. hear. I, am, can't, I hear static. I have misophonia. It's in your brain. Uh, yeah. It's in your brain. So you I, need to buy like three things to get that static to go down a little bit. You're not going to take over this interview with your charm, you sneak, <laughs> accusing me of being so charming. I can't even fucking wrangle this bitch. You're one of the Let most interesting. Shut up. You're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. She is a fucking bastion of wisdom. I'm like 90% sure what bastion means. I think like box uh, of wisdom. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch from the Midwest. And, and we're you know going to get it out of you because also I'm going to say this. It pains me to say, so don't thank me. I think you are in my top three performers Start as comics do not I didn't know where that was going that could have gone any which way three you could have been like that make me want to shit my that pants that make me laugh out loud when you came with me to Van was it Vancouver that we performed together fun. and you went on a fucking rant about Gilmore Girls or like were you just about that was so so she is. I feel a, like I did that for you. Too. She is one of the few fucking st legit stand-up comics who also has a legitimate acting career, legitimately good, can do both, and is funny not on stage. Whitney, my heart just grew two sizes like the Grinch. I thought it was over for me, and you just validated my existence. So Thank how? You. So how? You started. Your show is so fun. Your audiences are amazing. You're so fun. You're so generous. You've cultivated this whole audience that is legit and Agreed. so fun that made me feel free to do that. But it and wasn't that was the such first time. Gift. So did you started in San Francisco doing more experimental and improv? Don't let me insult you with these words. No, please. Thank you. you. You said it very nicely because it was performance art. But why you do you? Karen Finley. Of course. Chocolate of course. You know about Joanna Went? No, I don't. Okay, I wrote Similar? the first movie script I ever wrote was based on Joanna oh, I Went. I remember this. I've heard you talk about this. Performance artist, a uh, uh, movie called Searching for Madeline Rosenflipper. Yes. I might still do it. Um, I remember which, you talking about this, and I was like, damn, if she she did it again. Whitney. Based on when you I took my thing that I went to school for, and you doubled down, and you said, I know four times as much as you do I don't know about the thing that you I studied. I just have time to execute it. I don't know more. I just have time to think about it because I'm do, alone. And it stays Don't in have your friends. Head. So All of it. it's called OCD. What I, if I could you name everything on your shelf by yes. memory from without top? looking? Yeah, from top to bottom. Oh, just the top, yeah, from top to bottom. Which from left to right, or right to left. Well, it would be your. But what your would this be proving? Because I look at this a lot. That I have good memory. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to know what's on my shelf. Okay, behind me. But where do you want to start? The top shelf. I'm not looking over there to see if there are any mirrors. I was just making sure there weren't any. So top top is a Phoebe Robinson candle. Yes. Uh, uh, everything's trash. And there's also a, a horse unicorn stuffed animal that has like blue and purple hair. Yes. Right? And now we're going to the right. There's one more thing on that top shelf in between both of those two. It's not a um, uh, taurine. 
a picture of you. Roast joke for free. Okay. Oh, wait, I was here. Okay, yeah, I'm already oh, wrong. Oh, I thought... I'm already wrong. Okay. That is, it's behind here. So this is what I thought. I just moved this. So this I is... I was looking at this little pig. This is what and I... And I thought this was the thing with the blue hair. But no, that's this. Thing that. That's what this is. And then this is the Shining you Twins. You have a lot of shit. I know. But everything in here is either integral to my development... I said yes to that. So I just agreed I was going to let you win even when you were losing. So this is, this is the Shining Twins. Okay, let's go. You're not going to do this. Okay. People, I guess we could do a tour at some point of my the studio because it's all this stuff really fans have sent. Fans can I change getting... you for this for my Tamron Hall mug? Um, I'm just kidding. I don't want it. No, but I can. And I knew you were gonna say no because I no no, no I but I'm gonna buy the Cameron Hall Tamron Hall mug. Cameron <laughs> fuck Cameron Candace Cameron. So why people want to know? There I can't I can't listen to me. People tune into this to listen to the guests and and then they just ask me questions okay. about myself and okay. I'm they know. So how did you get so free on stage? I can't do. Yeah. That. Buy my Tamron Hall. I can't do. Listen to me. Thank I can't go so on. Much. Listen, I can't go on stage and be as free as you. So help me understand. I have to write everything out first. I just started writing on stage after How my fifth special. How much is it worth, Whitney? Uh, brought to you by Better Help. I'll give you half. How do you do it? I'm gonna cry. Teach me how to do comedy. I don't know. I don't know how. I have to write it down first. There's too much happening. How do you come up with uh, this? I cannot write it down first. Okay, so all the stuff you said on stage when you were like, hey, Toronto, I w Vancouver, I, they, they shoot a lot of things here. I could play the stepmother in the Sabrina the Teenage Rich reboot. I don't even remember that I said that. Fuck, you have a problem. I need and you. You shouldn't be able to drive or vote. I know. If you can't remember that. She went on stage That's and I can say it and then it goes away again. I love my favorite thing to do is to talk to Hollywood and tell them what to cast me in. I'm like, Todd Phillips, Joker, <laughs> let's go. What do you hate money? Let's go. Fine. You know what? Hire Aubrey Plaza oh, I'm again. Saying, I, that's why I want to live in Vancouver. So hire me in the hire me like you're like i and then she was pitching herself she's like i could play like the side chick new wife and she the teenage it. the teenage bitch reboot i need to talk so fast you're like i could be in the bridgerton spin-off like, three is steps like behind you I with could, something that i said you remember more i know okay but let's slow down okay then let's let's do a how how does mary lynn come up with jokes and material let's do it right now what was the newest joke you've done on stage recently um, do I need to get video from the improv so we do you know like is your hippocampus just trashed from doing 24 because that was all one day I said, is your life one I long was out day of town for Christmas guys, I haven't been on stage in like four days you guys, she was um, on 24 maybe you think this is all the same day listen this is good did Kiefer break your brain I, the, I, it came out a little bit sad but Does I Kiefer think this is hilarious it's not totally written and it is right, let's write a bit I want to see is, how you do it my dad I can't He's remember. Alive. He's alive. Okay, so it's already not that funny. He, uh, but it, it, it's in that realm because okay. my mom is passing. This is the first Christmas without my mom. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going home for Christmas, and my dad, um, he left me a voice message for the first time in his life. Love he it. left me a voice message. Give it. I was so excited. Give it to and me. then his message was, "You don't have to pocket come dial. home. <laughs> you don't need to come." It was it okay. a pocket dial? Damn. I'm just happy he knew my number. So where? <laughs> That's good, right? But so why? That shit did you is so go, juicy and did so you funny. Did you want to go home? I mean, yes. Now that I've been home, I did. But it, but it's hard because it was a little bit, I'd rather stay home and hide from it because approaching it was going to be in the house that I grew up in, going to be around all my mom's stuff. Which is stuff. in what city? Okay, here's another. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? 
uh, south of Detroit. Nice. Um, this lady came up to me at my mom's funeral, and she grabbed my arms, and she looked into my eyes, and she said, I don't care for Hollywood. And I said, that's good, because you're not good-looking enough to be in it. What's up? That's good, right? That's like a joke joke. One of my first jokes I ever did when I did Carson Daly. I've been doing comedy like six months, and one of my jokes was about whenever my dad would call. I mean, I'm botching the punchline, but how when, like, dad would call, like, he'd be like, hey, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, I'm doing this. And then he'd go, well, I guess I'll let you get back to that. Like, go, what? I guess I'll let you go. I'm like, you called me. What the fuck? How did you manage to gaslight me into <laughs> so good? Being like, how? Like, our parents, like, something very dad about my it. My parents, like, well, I was, I was born, to, I was conceived two months after my sister. I'm totally the accident, the mistake. Like, there was never time for me. I had to just fit into an existence. Did they admit you? Were yes, a they called me a surprise, but it was blatantly obvious. Like, and so I am a burden on the family, and I have this career because I had to make myself useful to like whatever. But it was always like, all right, well, I guess I'll let you get back to that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sitting. I'm in therapy waiting for I, you to call me. I love that I didn't even arrive there and he's already saying, it's okay if you don't want to come. I, this is the first message you've ever left me and it's to tell me not to come. But isn't that his way of saying, please come? Yeah, no, he's happy I was there. He Yeah, because he, he also, my mom did everything, including speak for him. So mm -hmm. this is the first, I think he, in, the, in reality, he wanted to, he was talking about the storm, and he was saying, you know, I, I heard the weather's going to be bad, and it's Definitely okay. don't. So he was taking a step People to are dying out. to go home and fight with their relatives for two days. They're yeah. dying. Yeah. So you, if it's Detroit, you, but you also can go in a week. And I'm, like, I'm big on you don't yeah. have to do holidays on that day. It's such a fucking scam to And I came us. close to canceling it, but it was fine. Nice. Where Delta. south of Detroit? Trenton, nice, because a lot of people, a lot of people say Detroit, and they mean fucking Royal Hills. Oak or Bloomfield Hills. I'm from the other side Nicole of the Amy tracks. Shriver from Bloomfield Hills. Oh, she's a rich bitch. Isn't that one of the wealthiest areas the in the country? Luxury to have the sexual life that she has. Yeah, and her dad was in a bed for 12 years. So nothing but luxury for fucking her. Fucking just walk in the park, trust fund kid. She's my favorite. So can we work? I just want to work. I just want. Yes, please. Let's write so, this joke. So when it's you, so juicy. When you okay, so you would start. You go, my dad. Dad said, "I, uh, you don't have to come home. So you would start there. And then what would you do? I thought I was going to end there. Oh, so that's the setup and the punchline. Same line. Or are you going to draw it out on stage? The setup is I was so excited that he left me a message. Uh -huh. That has never happened before. And then Ooh, the message was, was, don't come. And then you just go. And then what happens when you get there? I say, I'm sorry. I made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be under the table. <laughs> I guess I'll be in my room. <laughs> I'm I made it. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know. And he's like, where's the grandson? He's there? Yeah. Son I, comes I'll too? go back and get him. Did you, where's the son? Where's your son in all this? Yeah. Do they, have they met? They've met. <laughs> How'd it go? <laughs> What's the moment where your son, where I've only had my, a boyfriend meet a dad. What's the moment when your son meets your dad? Is it awkward? Is it like, I hope this goes well? I, no, it's not awkward. It's okay. because it's my dad. <laughs> How is, do families work? My I don't dad know. is so spaced out okay. that it's everything is awkward. So everything is hilarious. How did he get to Detroit and how did you get to San Francisco? So you. I went for art school. To San Francisco. Yeah. I, I grew up in the in that way where it's like you don't leave. I had no business leaving. I had no idea I could do 
performing. Rice That's gum. why I went to school for painting. So then what's rice gub? What is the ancestry? Czech and Polish. Whoa, tell me about Czech. What's that all about? Yeah. Guamkis. What's that? Kielbasa and sauerkraut. But what's what's the Czech, Czech what's out. the Czech's thing? A sock full of coins <laughs> as a gift, Whitney. If you need it to hit somebody, you will. But it's rolled coins. <laughs> and is the roll gift. of coins also your savings Catholic, account? Catholic. Catholic check. statue with the gold. Give me more check. I need more. What does the check ancestry give you? Gorgeous skin. Amazing skin. What is the deal with... The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Czech what people. Neck? Deal with C-H-E-C-Z um, people. What is the deal with Czech people? Is what this is what you're Googling? Czech mentality. Because I'm trying to Google in my brain because I don't really know. The what, Czech the, mentality the can be called a small country's mentality. Small but their own. That's what many Czechs think, preferring to pay more attention to what is happening in their country than the rest of the world. Hmm. So, just like America. Mentality of Czech people. If you uh, Social awkwardness. Common way of socializing is to go to a local pub. So, Czech people are socially Drinking. awkward. Hmm. Literally says it. Czech people apologize. What are you trying to say? They apologize all the time. At least it looks like excuse me or pardon me are the most frequently used phrases. You'll hear it the most in public transport, especially Prague Metro. Prague's supposed to be gorgeous. Czechs are a little obsessed with doing sports. So in random conversation, you'll definitely hear how some went cycling in the summer or winter. <laughs> Ice hockey topic, always appreciated. What does cycling make me laugh? How uh, Czechs seem rather reserved when introduced to a new person. That's Usually right. they don't trust people they don't know. That's Their right. behavior may appear formal. The reason they may just wear T-shirts. Uh, uh, sense, check sense of humor. Here we go. Or general life attitude may be perceived as ironic or sarcastic. Oh, the same reason Whitney. I didn't know you could get this just by Googling. The same reason goes for maintaining their personal privacy and being a little, being intimate with people they know. Naturally very polite, do not tend to be overly direct in communication. Oh my gosh, I'm all these things. Our ancestry tells us everything I about didn't know everything. That. Tell me what you're scared of. I'll tell you what happened. I'm also Irish. Look them all up. Oh. No, we already know. That's um, just the shame. So uh, you said, and then Polish. Polish is real simulacra energy. So this is all we need to know about the Polish people, okay? Did you just say simulacra? Mm-hmm. Like the the illusion of something that isn't really there but yes. exists on its own? Jean Baudrillard. Mm. And, and we tend to prefer the simulacra than the, the real thing. Why is that about... Polish people. Because Polish and They're Russian. They're trying to act like nothing's wrong. Everything and they have a is world. a fake. Everything is a fake. For sure. So, on April, this is all you need to know about Polish people and how they operate. On April 10th, 2020, the. That's why I was trying to fuck Bearclaw in there. The Tupolev. I wanted to go to the shelves. Two 154 aircraft operating Polish airport, uh, Air Force Flight 101 crashed near the Russian city of Smolensk. Can't imagine who downed that plane. Uh, killing around 96 people on board. Among the victims were the president of Poland, oh, Lech, Lech Kaczynski, and what his wife Maria. 2010. Oh. The former president of Poland, okay? Mm-hmm. 
he died. The chief of the Polish general staff died. Polish military officers. Putin knew exactly what he was doing. Okay, Get, downing this plane. Then are you on Wikipedia? No. This is then, juicy. Well, kind of. Yes, just are for you this duck, one duck, thing. Go? Duck, duck, go. Is I need to learn about that. So, <laughs> what did they do after this pa- you, plane went down? I pay attention to you. What did they do, Pat? You know the answer to this. They pretended it didn't happen and replaced everybody. They replaced the president with who? The former president. His twin brother. Oh, shit. That's good. <laughs> That's Polish. That's Polish, baby. That's Let's Polish go. for you. Let's They're fucking like, go. ahead go. and make us, you know, make jokes about how dumb we are. We just put his twin brother no up one in there. In the con- no one in the country knew. We're like a little bit off there. Putin's like, make I this thought face. we down that plane. <laughs> That's good. My man. (laughs) My man. (laughs) Okay, so these are the kind of sociopaths you come from. (laughs) That's right. So, okay, so what are you doing now besides stand-up? Are you touring? Yes, I'm touring. Um, What And how's it going? Who do you tour with? What cities are you going to? Girl. What? I I went to Peoria. I went to Colorado Springs. I love Colorado Springs. I'm going to San Francisco. I'm going to San Francisco. Let's stop. You had me at San Francisco. Yeah. Going for the Sketch Fest at the end of this month. Sketchy, as in that whole place is a Sketch Fest at this point. Yeah. The streets are sketchy. You have to do a machine. The people are sketchy. I am nothing fucking Like, it is uh, nothing scares me. Pat, what scares me? Um, Being boring and being embarrassed. Yes. Okay. People on the street, homeless zombies, meth heads, fentanyl uh, machines. No. No. It, nothing. The last time I was in San Francisco, it was me and Kevin Christie. And I kind of in my head, like, I have a dream about maybe living in Mill Valley one day, right outside. Sure. Uh, what's it? Where, Rock Martin Theater. Yes, Rock Martin Theater. <laughs> fucking Mark Pitta. That's so, right. So um, I used to go to where Robin Williams used to pop on. And fucking Mort Stahl lives there. And Dana Carvey. It's like this amazing, like... Right outside of like a logging area, if you drive, you should move in onto the Golden Gate Bridge. Create an Have you seen the documentary of the people that commit suicide on the Golden Gate Bridge? What about Niagara Falls? We didn't see any. There, they leave their shoes and their jewelry and their watches. Well, what they did in the if you're interested in the um, uh, Golden Gate Gate Bridge documentary, they put a camera down. I think for like eight years, and they caught everyone that was pacing back and forth. And watching like what they did and how they thought about it and if they changed their mind. And then one guy who survived it actually talks and says how he did it. And he said that the second he jumped, he regretted it. And he survived. How did he survive, Pat? In pain. Nope. He fell on a seal and it broke his fall. (laughs) Incredible. Broke his fall. The second he jumped, he regretted it. Isn't that crazy? It's all about that one moment. I mean, other people might not have. But why did the seal, did the seal know he regretted it? So it was like... Was the seal like his reincarnated fucking, I don't know. But that's a very spooky, fu- I think they have nets under it now. Did they put nets on I think they've had to. Was the seal hurt? <laughs> He's a mur- he murdered. that, Whitney. Did you hear about this Jeff Ross thing? Jeff Ross no. went and did, um, Jeff Ross, Roastmaster General Jeff Ross. My Jeff Ross? Your Jeff Ross. <laughs> he did stand up, you know, he does stand up in prisons. Yeah. Okay. Um, like he did a, I don't know, remember what it was called. Uh, he does stand up for prison inmates. 
A Texas jail volunteered to let Comedy Central comedian Jeff Ross roast its inmates. Yes. It encouraged inmates to participate in the crowd work. Texas then used the footage to sentence my client Gabriel Hall to death. What? Yes. I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. I am logged out of my Twitter because of the hack. Uh, so if I could click on that, we'd be unstoppable. But I can't. <laughs> Perfect. But I could go to Google or DuckDuckGo. It's not wild. I don't understand. He because didn't know he was something. He said revealed. He basically said, "Hey, because you're all fucking murderers, you did it, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I did it." Like in crowd work, and they use that footage. Guy goes to jail. Andrew Schultz says, or uh, Rogan says, he per persecutors used a Jeff Ross special to sentence man to death. So this, might, uh, a team of Texas lawyers are petitioning the Supreme Court to review capital punishment case on the grounds that a lower court used non-consensually filmed footage from Jeff Ross 2015 Comedy Central special, Jeff Ross Rose Criminals. Non-consensual footage. Well, the, is it consensual if the prisoners wa walked in to watch the show and participated in crowd work? Right. I think that no audience consents to having crowd work be done on them. But if you're taking you with a me? special... <laughs> Doing crowd work is inherently um, mind rape of audience members, yes. right? But they didn't pay and sign up for it. What else are you going to do? I went real bad on a woman the other night. I went real bad at her. What happened? What'd she do? Where was I? If I you did it, it, she deserved already. it. Oh, no. And I was at Flappers, like Here. the nicest place ever. Here we go. The lawyers <laughs> representing Gabriel Hall, 28-year-old Texas man convicted in 2015. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> Fuck what you, Pat. Happened? That was I, a real tightrope. I fucking what caught happened? it. I land on my feet. I always land was on it, my feet. Were you throwing up? I always. Did you forget a syllable? I always land. Pat knows what happened. And Pat fucking... Whitney won, Pat zero. <laughs> Pat, what happened? <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hold on. Let me, let me do you one better. Quote, this show is brought, brought to you by, what if I said brought to you by? That would not be exactly what they're asking. I for. need to do more BetterHelp sessions to figure out why I have a mental block against saying this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I think it makes me embarrassed, so I need to go to my BetterHelp counselor and figure out why I can't say what the BetterHelp company needs me to say at the top of our <sighs> sponsored ad, which isn't really an ad because I would do it for free, okay? Therapy is... I know that when people who... Mm, want to have sex with me but never will get to or people who want what I have or people who just don't know me that well call me crazy Whitney's crazy Whitney's losing it when he has blue hair she's a drug addict what you're seeing guys is one of the most boundaried bitches who does nothing out of obligation I don't do anything I don't want to do I tell the truth I never lie I forgive myself when I fuck up, not that there's such a thing as fucking up. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it is affordable. Um, and what do we say about affordable? Financially and emotionally. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, brief, literally and figuratively, to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It just couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no weird Zen gardens, no running into your exes into the lobby, no reading a highlights magazine, no having to look at like yoga monthly, no endless searching for the right therapist. Okay. This isn't dating. This isn't Tinder. 
Okay, you can find your therapy soulmate fast. Love is possible with a therapist. I don't know with like people. I need to get back on there. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Whitney. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Whitney. Or do hashtag whatever tiger belly because frankly, he needs it more than I do. Thousands of medical professionals are on ZocDoc. They're there to help you. They listen like a friend. They give you the expert care you need. Okay, ZocDoc is an app where you can find a doctor and a medical professional any time of day. The only thing standing in your way is your Wi-Fi, okay? If you're on some bullshit Wi-Fi, I don't know what to tell you. Get 4G something because you can right away with the snap of a finger, find expert doctors, medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience that you want. Do you remember when you would have to like call a doctor's office and they're open, they open at what, like 7 a.m. to like 8.30 and then they break for lunch at 11 to like four and then they're there till five? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you have to leave a message it's like, for it to, to to reach the reception press seven pound and you're like, I'm I'm dying. I've, I've died of the ble of the bleeding. <laughs> I've bled out already. Seven. Oh, you're not open? Cool. I've just, then just, it should just reroute you to the funeral home, I guess. So now you have a problem. As big as a ingrown hair and as small as cancer. Okay? And you're, how did you not think that was funny? It was good. Thank you. They don't discriminate against your problems. Okay? You're going to find a doctor in your area, in your network, who's a real doctor and not a charlatan. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. I just crushed this ZocDoc thing. With ZocDoc, there are no alarms and no surprises. Sorry. No it's alarms? It's just gonna jump cut from the last line to like a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> Choose from, that's how magical it is. I'm a genie. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information and get the care you need. I'm getting a migraine coming on, guys, so I am having a little bit of cannabis, smoking it. ZocDoc, they'd approve. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Whitney and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find, we're all doing an impression of Bill Burr when we do that. <laughs> for free. Then find a book and top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. It's a miracle. It's a game changer. Uh, Hila Klein from Ace Rachel the other day was like, who's your doctor? We've been going to Kaiser Permanente and just waiting in the lobby. I'm like, dude, how are you not sponsored by ZocDoc? Everyone should be on ZocDoc.com slash Whitney. ZocDoc.com slash Whitney. Ta-da. Whitney will not mispronounce anything. Oh. And she'll get halfway into a mispronunciation and then pull it back. Save it. I won't let I mean, you have it. I won't let anyone have it. Did you hear it. how mad she got when I said the handmaiden's tale? <laughs> That's really mad. I'm cutting that out. I, uh, please cut it out. I also was saying Kelly Clarkston. I was putting a T. By the in way, there. who's I'm the, the most? Who's the person that's been on as a guest in Kelly Clarkson the most? You? Yes. I am the How record. Many times? I am the Joan Rivers to Johnny Carson. You are? I didn't of know that. Kelly Clarkson. Thanks, Bob Reed. That's sweet. I have a jacket and everything. No thanks, Bob Reed. <laughs> um, it's always like if someone canceled. It's always like I'm like it's the morning of who canceled. So for Jay Leno. And I just realized I'm sitting like this. It was always if someone canceled or got COVID. Do you know the reason why I was on Tamron Hall? I didn't know till after the fact, and I did it through sleuthing, was that I replaced um, Christine from Selling Sunset, who bailed at the last minute. Because so she had a saga with uh, the the guy, the, the award show, the Emmys. Uh, 
She like went to she the had, Emmys. There, she had some other saga. Oh, with oh. her ex-husband? Chriselle? No. Oh, then I'm sorry. I only know Chriselle. Oh. No, Christine, the blonde. I've never she seen She had another show. saga. Never seen it. And they I all have sagas for people that seemingly do nothing. I think her saga is that she got bothered somewhere. It'll or, ha- it happens. And then she didn't want to leave. So guess so, who went on Tamron Hall? So guess who didn't bother you at that coffee shop? Whitney? Have you? Okay, I can't tell with you. I can't tell either. Gabriel Hall, 28-year-old Texas man, convicted in the 2015 of the murder of a man named Edwin Shar Jr. four years earlier, shortly before his conviction, comedian Jeff Ross, the club comic known as the Roastmaster General. Club comic. That, come on. Damn. Come Ouch. on, Gawker. Ouch. What, 25 years Gawker, in? Gawker, hey, hey, hey. Here's my question. Hold on. I got to call out this motherfucker. Hold on. Hey, who wrote this article? Hey, hey, how do you not know who wrote an article anymore? Like journalists like want to be anonymous at this point because <laughs> they don't look into fucking anything. Okay, whoever wrote this, I, it wasn't Mackenzie Edwards, but calling him a club comic is a little low. I'm just going to say it. Um, uh, he was awaiting trial, Amen. okay? So his attorneys claim in their filing to the Supreme Court that they sent to the Brazos County Sheriff, it should be called the Bezos County, because um, all these inmates are going to work for Amazon at some point when they get out, uh, meaning they asked him to forbid anyone from contacting Hall without their permission. He spoke to Hall on tape. Ross spoke to Hall on tape for more than 17 minutes. According to the court documents, Ross approached a table where Hall was sitting with friends, proceeded to have a wide-ranging conversations in which Ross repeatedly mocked Hall's appearance, made crass jokes about his race. Lee. And then he must have admitted it. That is wild. And I know probably it's different when people are mad at drag queens reading to kids in schools. But (laughs) Um, when you're taping a special, does do people agree like sign a release? It's there's a sign that says if you're entering, you will be on camera, and you're consenting if you walk in here. And you think it's a gray area to um, you and gray. no of of crowd work of of talking back i think in a prison it's it's very much a gray area because they're not paying a a beige and textured they're not they're not paying to get in but the question was was the guy sitting watching the comedy show wanting being involved knowing he was on camera or was he at another table like i don't want to be a part of this and they came over and filmed it dude i just don't know the answer Pat, do they ha- do they give up their rights because they're prisoners <laughs> to being filmed? Maybe, but why? But that's like it's an extenuating circumstance that's literally, literally never happened before. Yeah, like it's wild. a first time. It's a like a real. Did you see the Pepsi documentary? Mm-mm. Okay, why? What? Happens? We can't talk about it. It's we talked. To, I can, talked about it last episode. But you and your son should watch it together. You and your um brood. I have a couple uh, bits I want to talk to you about. Oh, I watched this show called, see, I just forgot my train of thought again. Um, it's called High. It's a terrible title. It's on Netflix. I thought I was yeah. tuning in to watch This Girl Was a Mule. I forgot her name. Drug Mule. What? Drug Mule? A Drug Mule. That's not her name. <laughs> a Mule? I was like, <laughs> her I, I want to be drug. trans. I want to be able to be trans species. I want to be like, I'm a horse. Maybe she's like, I'm a so mule. So I thought I was turning tuning into a dark just this it's going to be the story of her being remember um, saint maria full of grace remember that movie about the drug mule no but i'm into it yeah that's a good one 
Um, and it was. So it's the whole setup, and it's a bunch of episodes. But then she goes to a Peruvian prison. She gets sent to prison. She's an Irish girl of 19. She's partying in Ibiza. She's out of her mind. The guy gives her acid and then goes, we're going to get on a plane, and you're going to drop something off somewhere. She was on a plane. She didn't even know where she was going on the plane. She went to like Mallorca and then to Peru. She didn't know where she was. She ends up getting caught, gets put in prison. Here's where it gets good. You would think, okay, the excitement's over. The show's over. She got caught as a drug mule. I think she, I think she needs to apologize to her mom immediately. Oh my gosh, her mom like fainted. I think had a heart attack or yeah. something when she found out. She should have put a fucking uh, bullet eight in her siblings. Head. Nobody knew where I she was for a week. I someone this fu- with this bad a judgment. She was raging, partying, but she would talk to them like every week, and then she didn't. They're like, "Where is she at?" So they went on a hunt for her. She's in Peru. She got sent to this prison. This is how Amanda Knox goes years, to jail. Uh, uh, isol- in isolation. Mm-hmm. But then when she gets out, she makes friends. She becomes a boss in the prison. Not a boss, like that made it sound, but like she's a boss bitch. Cool, she, cool. She wor- She works in the beauty salon cool. in the prison. She becomes like the um, person that's like the counselor of all the other people. And it was very That's inspiring. very cool. It was very inspiring. I like that took a turn and it made her better as a person. And yeah. she made like lifelong friends and she advocated for making their lives better. And honestly, you didn't see it coming. But honestly, I think that like the way Israel people are in the military for two years, like there would, the best thing in the world for any 19 year old, especially white girl would be to spend like six to 10 like months in a prison where you know they're not going to get like raped or murdered to like, learn how to behave and learn the stakes of life life skills yeah being in that brutal of a situation Mm -hmm. caused her to rise up and her one room uh roommate cellmate who was trauma i call it trauma privilege was annoyed by her person and she was like her spirit was strong and yeah she's unstoppable she dug deep she learned who she was awesome she made money uh doing people's hair she she learned spanish amanda Amanda knox when she was in jail she was fucked totally not her fault she learned languages to help other people in prison that didn't, oh, didn't speak that. Italian. She That's... translated. So there were like Chinese women in Italian prisons stuck with kids at home. And then she translated and helped them do their, uh, oh. what's it called when you go in front of a court? Speak I gotta pay attention Italian. more. That's good. Yeah. She so was this on story I told you was like yeah. uh, Amanda Knox light. So she... cool. So it's the best. So if you're going, you're going on tour, um, you're a regular in Tamron Hall. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Is that what it says on the mug? You have to understand, you guys. Let me just start. Let me just tell you something about being an actor, being a performer. I I think we're entertainers. We, I think it's, you're going to see me do a bunch of embarrassing talk shows probably at the end of January, early February. I think it's kind of just like doing Broadway at this point. You're just like. Oh, all I was saying was don't make a face. Don't roll your eyes. Don't be sarcastic. Say something earnest. Smile. Don't make weird but faces. No one's gonna see it. It doesn't matter. That's true. Wait, but that's but it's fine. People see it. It does. It's fine. It was a whole environment I mean, you know where, I've never you know been in before. Seen, you know where it's seen. Here's why we do talk shows. Why we do Kelly and Ryan. Uh, no shade. I almost. I've asked. I've been asked a co-host. I can see myself hosting a show like that. Um, this is why we, we do host a talk. Why show. we do Kelly Clarkson number one. Kelly Clarkson is fucking mafia. She's Wolfpack family. We do whatever the fuck she needs from us. But Love her. Hudson show. Jennifer Hudson, Drew Barrymore. These air in the places of the people we fucking want as fans and yeah. want to fuck with. Veterinary lobbies. 
You just break, said no one will watch it. Those wait, people are watching. But I'm telling you who does. Yeah, break rooms. Oh, you meant TSA. like no one that you care about. Not no one that we care about. I'm saying when people go, why would you go do that show? You could do Rogan. You could do oh, Marin. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You go, this is a different. Yeah. We're going to the people that are stuck at their fucking desk, entertaining the people that are stuck at their desk, getting underpaid as a receptionist at a vet's office. Good, yeah. good people. And, and I did feel very out of place because that was like... Um, um, women mm -hmm. who are at home during the day. Uh, yeah. And all of her stories are very much like girl chat, pull on your heartstrings. This is my so problem poppery. with those productions. They're not clean productions. I don't know how much they're paying this fucking crew. I don't know how the hours. I don't know. When oh, we found out mean. that Ellen was just fucking mentally fucking with people, for it's like, what is the... I need to know the work environment dynamic and I need to talk to the fucking janitor and go... Are you being paid well? Or how's your life? I like that you took it there. Because just, also, just, those are dangerous. They, they, they fucking, it's, there's pregnant women, there's saws, there's chemicals, there's paint. It's like a dangerous. You just created a whole thing that the Tamron Hall show is not under, Tamron. underpaying not, Tamron, and pregnant not women Tamron, are Tamron, smelling paint fumes. Tamron, you're cool. I'm saying these <laughs> talk shows in general, you know what I mean? Are what, not union? I don't know. I have some questions. Okay. 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 I'm I not like moving this. forward until I know how much Lauren Michaels is paying everyone. I need to know how much the cue card guy is getting paid before I set foot in that place. <laughs> I need to know there's childcare. I need to know pregnant women can work there. You know my whole thing about Lauren. Why do you hate moms? Yeah. Why are your hours 11 p.m. on a Saturday yeah. <laughs> till noon Sunday? It's fine. This is just... I've been in this business so long that I, I, I've, I've watched and seen, no snitching, just watching going, when I do this, I'm going to do it differently. Because right now this is an inhumane. It was based on the way that it started. The men all, did it. Yeah. The men that wanted to cheat on their wives and underpay everyone and make as much money as possible. So, But they were so enamored with that process that they just convinced themselves that they like had to the stay up all fucking, night. What's the thing? The Declaration of Independence. Super helpful <laughs> rule in the 18... I'm sorry. In 1770. Great Very idea. similar now to the staffing need, of SNL. Now we need to upgrade the, the fucking... System. Yes, I see where you're going. We got to upgrade Absolutely. the system. Like Southwest Air, we got to upgrade, upgrade. I the think system. you should leave because I think they're nailing it. And in <laughs> fact, I have a meeting on the books to talk to Netflix about a stand-up special that is just um, Southwest um, uh, flight attendants that, are, that don't know where they are, or where are, to go. That are no, there's no Southwest. They got erased off. No, the roster. I would say half of the. Uh, half of the. Oh, South that are hilarious. That are half of the Southwest monologues. Airlines. <laughs> People have a type five. Like they, they're funny and they're wearing shorts already. So would their Netflix special be the type five or would you make them get an I'll hour? I'll host of it and they each, like five do 10 minutes. I'm into this show. We're going to Belize. Just kidding. <laughs> We're you, still going to Cleveland. Yeah. Honk, honk. Like, yes, I'm literally like, ha, ah, ah. I'm dot. I am in like a knee slapper. Everyone else is like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, my man. Well, that's because you've taken your underwear off with your... Oh, toe with your left toe uh, off your uh, I don't right wear leg underwear when I fly. You've, you're carrying it in the bottom of your sweatpants <laughs> in, the, in the bottom of your elastic 
I was asked, you know, when you go on a Southwest airline and people put their bags next to them. So you think the seat's taken and just will mm-hmm. keep walking past. I'm the bitch that goes, can you. I sit there? And everyone's like, well, you've got the oh, whole. Oh, you hate a bag on a on a chair. I you hate a bag on a chair. You think I'm going to fall for that? As much as you hate a mispronounced word, you hate a bag. Other people on can a mispronounce chair. it. I won't let myself. The handmaidens. How Mater's dare tale. you? Okay, so the handmaid's tale. So we're shooting our Fox show accused. Our, our our violent drama where she plays a schizophrenic. Um, Part of me wanted to go, we're actors. Can't we visit your set? You know, we sneak we onto the handmaid's tail set, take videos. We got so busted. We literally, within 20 minutes, I get a call from like my agent at UTA. He's like, so you good. need to take those stories down. <laughs> I, like the, I love you. You're the, because you were, I, I jumped aboard and I was but like, I, by yes, the way, also, I'm in the Handmaid's Tale after show from Are last you? season. Yeah. It's me How like talking they? to the actors about the show. So is that what you said? Your agent? Do I just was like, um, maybe we still got nowhere. Maybe we, we just scaled way, the walls. By and, the way, hey, Handmaid's Tale, cast me on the show and I'll stop. <laughs> Your move. You just want to be on a bed with a woman holding your hands having a guy hold on for money for money for money that's right don't forget that part for money never forget that part. (laughs) (laughs) so i like to talk to my favorite comedians about bits i'm working on and this isn't me like trying to do bits but i like because it reveals the way oh i wanted to do my bit about being socially awkward earlier and then you do yours um but then we work on it together i was so socially awkward I went to the therapist. I could not speak in the therapist's office. I, I, you know, I couldn't it speak bugged. at parties. No, was no, I was scared. So yeah. I just kept asking her questions about herself. How's, yeah. how's your day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you do after breakfast? She yeah. let me do that for a year. I went in there. <laughs> I spent 57. <laughs> That's not even the punchline yet. Pat, I didn't say the punchline yet. Is she mocking me right now? <laughs> Wait, wait, she let me do that. Line. She let me do that for a year. I'm glad you like that part. See, that's been 57. <laughs> Here's a yeah, punchline. Comics only laugh at setups. We don't laugh at punchlines. Oh, we don't care. About the we, punchline. yeah, but We're no, done. we do. I want to know what everyone else is going to laugh at, but the setup is way funnier to me. I love that you love that. How that much makes are you me paying happy. her? I spent $5,700 that year to help her plan her son's bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, right? That's a solid joke. <laughs> but it's not a joke, it's a fact. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I did. I couldn't speak in the therapist's office, for sure. Meanwhile, did your son even get to have a birthday party that year? <laughs> no, he, he, he does. <laughs> and his, he makes his do. dad didn't even show up because you two can't figure out how to talk. <laughs> he makes do. Okay, that is my no, favorite. his dad's good. My favorite. We're there. Okay, so I have more questions so that this bit can be longer and longer. How far did you drive? Two and a half hours? Like, where's where's this person's office? Uh, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a um a duck boat that, a car that turns into a boat she was very concerned about safety and she thought that that was a therapeutic atmosphere to be surrounded by water but to go from land to water to be, really opens up on. your spirit but it like, really <laughs> so what else is how, going on how was your day <laughs> no wonder you <laughs> anything did not speak <laughs> Oh. What was her? What was uh, I? You know what? I would ask about diplomas on the walls, but I know she didn't go to school for this. 
<laughs> Did she go to tra- comedy traffic school? She had a Scientology certificate. Yep, 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 yep. And, well, that, well, you um, know, some yarn works. Well, some works in yarn. Are sea org. They're on her the water. Her diploma was uh, uh, needle needlepoint. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, from Color Me Mine. Home sweet home. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, By the way, I'm basically in Color Me Mine. <laughs> I've created Color Me Mine in my home. That's right. Of just pottery that's drying. Have you legit been to a Color Me Mine? Yes, I used to. It used to be one of the only things I would do socially with people is go to Color Me Mine. What did you do before when you were I a comedian? When I socialize, I have to socialize. I know you never waited tables. I did. What did you think you were going to be before your comedian? I always thought I would be an entertainer, but when I was poor, when I, I had seven dollars for seven years, I did mostly focus group tests for money, oh, and that I think I knew that that goes straight to my well. That's part of what Two Broke Girls is kind of like based on my, me and Michael Patrick King. The ways that we were making money, focus group testing, selling clothes at Buffalo Exchange. Like I can tell you every way to make fifty dollars cash. Certainly in LA, you can make three hundred. This was also fifteen years ago. You can make three hundred dollars cash in LA, no questions asked, a week. If you just do a couple of the things that I know how to do. Homeless people, you could be making. You, you you're just sitting around doing nothing right now on the side of the road. Homeless people, I hold almost on. mimed sexual acts. I, I don't know why. But you just mimed a sexual act. See, I know. I, I almost did, and then with I even didn't. none of that. And now I just had to admit it because I don't know why. No, you'll lose money because then you get HPV and have to go to the urgent care and get the vaccine of HPV, you're, it's which cost I, you more. Which I got at the buzzer HPV vaccine for no reason. I thought you were going to say you got HPV at the buzzer. (laughs) And I got it. By the way, there's a strong (laughs) chance that the vaccine causes it. So, yes, I probably paid $600 over four years for that. I did get the HPV vaccine. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. My I son got, just got it. You have to get it by 27 is the cutoff. Oh, I didn't have any oh, money at 27. I honestly don't know if I've had it. You probably, probably don't need it. Probably not. You don't make I'm from a different bad. generation you don't, than you. You don't fuck to the bottom the way I do. Hey, yo. You don't fuck your way to the fucking gutter the way I did. Oh, don't I? So I would. So, so if you're homeless in LA, it's my hot new take, you can go be... A paid audience member in any talk show. Go down to CBS Radford. Be on The Price is Right. I know Ooh, the irony. That sounds like a nightmare. You can I'd get, rather not make money than do that. The, the Wendy Williams audience, when I hosted Wendy Williams a couple of months ago, was literally, I was like, these are all people shaking from DTs. Like that, is, New Yorkers figured it out <laughs> for 50 bucks cash. When, it, when she's there, it's a different audience. But when it's guest hosts, no one's going to fucking show up for me if they're Wendy Williams fans. I barely could be there. So you're saying they don't give drinks to the audience in Wendy Williams? I don't think so. It's 11 a.m. Shout out to Chris Stefano bombing on Wendy Williams. So funny. It was so much funnier than killing. Oh, I saw clips of that. He was literally just shoveling dog shit in his mouth. It was so funny. Yeah. He was just like doing jokes, jokes. And Wendy Williams, if you're not her, you just want women should be able to be any size they want. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. they want. Yeah, you just have to talk. Michelle Buteau killing it, knows exactly yes. what to do. And he's yes. like, joke, 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 cueing on baby blood. And they're like, what? <laughs> Why did he say and that? Because he, he's a comic. He was just being a fucking guy. He's like, oh, okay, vibe. sorry, all these meth zombies. Look it up online. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, can you believe we have not talked about the show yet? Yeah, I can. That, I was very excited because I just watched it before I got here. Is it the link that I sent you? Or did they send you They one? sent me one. When, because the link that I would have sent Mine you. Mine had music. Really? Can I watch yeah. yours? I, so yeah. So when my mom I'll was dying, I was texting with Howard Gordon, showrunner, The Brilliant. And I was telling him, like, this performance in the show for me, like, I get to, like, make my mom proud by her. Do it before You're she dies. You're in it. You're really, really so good. And, and, I, and I got to show it to her, but with no music. So I was like, this is a little scary to watch yourself with no music acting. Yeah. 
Why did you say yes to it? Tell me the process. This is a six episode anthology series that battle that battles that takes on a pickles problems that are like almost impossible. It's like a Rorschach test if you think the person's guilty or not. Yes. You know, um, I heard about it. I knew it was based on another show. And you had already worked with Howard on 24. Yeah, Howard's my old boss. And I heard you were involved. And then I heard what the part was. And I said, yes, I'm in. Do you think I should have done it? I still am on the fence, like in terms of like, I'm, it's about a comedian, but I'm playing a comedian that isn't me, but is kind of me when I was 25, kind of. I mean, I think you've got to be prepared to have some conversations about why you did it and what you thought about it, because it is very close to what actually happens and happened with people that you know. In not only, but I think that for me and then Sané the writer, brilliant Sané Hoffman, it was also like what this is about. I don't think it's we can say it's a sexual assault. And it's very well done. The writing of it, the directing of it. Um, I've never the worked acting, on something the casting, where I love the casting. Ev- even me, and, and by the way, every time the casting didn't work out the way we wanted for the guy that was my assailant and played a comedian. Who did you have to play? Sean Clyer. Oh my gosh, he's so good. So Sean, but it wasn't initially going to be, it's like, there's a list online of all of the famous parts that other, like, Sandra Bullock was going to play Hillary Swank's role in Million Dollar Baby. Like, I think Gwyneth Paltrow was going to be Hillary Swank in Boys Don't Cry. Like, when you see the things that... Did you imagine? No. I mean, I love that movie so much. And there were amazing actors, like Toby Kebbell. I really... He was in The Female Brain with me. I really wanted Toby Kebbell for this part. But, like, it wouldn't have worked. I now see why and he was unavailable but like sean because he's in real life the nicest guy guy. an activist most conscientious married to a gynecologist (laughs) like he's because sometimes you get in there and you do some kind of scene a rape scene or a assault scene and you're in there and you're like wait this is actually like a lot of actors take it as opportunity to get like a free pass under the guise of well we're just acting yeah it it always it should feel like acting it shouldn't feel real yeah. I'm like, well, I want it to feel real. I'm like, why do you have a boner? Why is you, sh- you're not, we're not really fucking. And yeah. then you're in a weird situation because like, you don't want to be the snitch. Did you guys do that scene in one afternoon or did it take It was one, one it was like, we did the party scene one day and the whole, we did it, we had like 12 hours or something to do that scene. It might've been the full day. It's pretty quick. Cause I had the to, way it's depicted. But every, I know that's a bummer. I think f- because it's on Fox. Watch the show Succession if you want to know how Fox operates. But um, but you don't need much to telegraph what's happening. I thought yeah, it was really I'm well bummed. Done. I wish they showed more of the rape. But I wish they had shown more of the, fine, the, the sexual assault scene. I mean, that's probably what you're going to think when I say sexual assault. What do you think when someone says sexual assault? This is a big problem with me, too. Um, rape? R- rape. See, I don't always think that. Sexual assault, sometimes I think like guy at office pushes you up against a wall oh, sure, 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 and sure, just sure. like grabs your tits and it's like I know how to make oh, you Oh you're calm. saying sexual assault can make it sound lesser than rape. I think so. I don't think so, I, but I might be off. It's like No I, I agree with that. When people, like rape is, rape is much more specific but people than, never than want things to say that, that are word. that <laughs> may be less scarring or, or lesser so, degrees. My brain whatever it is autism whatever blah blah I need you, 
people to be very specific. So I think, and I think we all do, and I think that words matter, and I'm not like, you need to say this and this instead of tranny. I'm not talking about those words. Like, they do matter, but, like, that's not what we're talking about. Right now, I think that the reason no one gives a fuck that priests molest kids is because the word molest, we all think just kind of like, oh, like, diddle butt. What do you, well, I don't think a priest's dick in a baby, or in a toddler's butthole. <laughs> but if that's what it is, we all need to stop what we're doing right now and go get them out. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. You have, you, unless something is spelled out for you, and that's one of the reasons why this show, not to say this show is important, but these stories are important. And that's, that's what's important about storytelling because you take the time uh, to really show, in this case, this woman and what her comedy is like and how quickly it's misconstrued. And the I love the scene when you put, shove the stuff off the his desk. The words that we use sanitize it by accident. Like it's already super compelling, but then the moment when you're with your, was that a... Um, what is the thing I pushed off? You just pushed off his desk because he says... Um, yes, the, you, the you can't. Prosecutor. You can't go to try the prosecutor. So I am who's supposed it, to be uh, fighting for you. Like and I also love the moment at the beginning of that meeting when you go, "Didn't well, we didn't cover my rape enough?" And yeah. he's and he's like just stares at you. You're like, "Sorry, I'm it's kidding." Perfectly, this is the way I describe the show. Perfectly fair, and it is my character. I believe the way that I approached it was: this is the um, people need a perfect victim when it comes to women. Right. So if I get raped and I've slept with the person that rapes me before, I'm out. Right. No one can feel sorry for me. Yeah. You've already, well, you've slept with them before. It's been consensual. Right. So you can never be raped if you've been right. married or if you're crazy or if you're I think the biggest part with her and tell me if I pulled it off is I wanted to make her cringe. I want to make her a cringy person, which I used to, I think, be like desperate, like. Let's go to this party and let's like I like she's forty, in the way she dresses. The dude, the costume was a the costumes are incredible. But it was a whole. I thing. mean, she's kind of cringe. Gordon. She's very lovable. She's very lovable. But she's also a little like, like childish for her age, and yes. no one really takes her. She's not that funny. I want I the biggest thing I did, the thing that was scary in the rape scene, is I did stand up as her. And I wanted to make her intentionally kind of too dirty. Like the jokes yeah. she's doing are about like fucking her dad that um, l put her up for adoption so that she could finally feel wanted by her dad. It yeah. was like that type yeah. of like bleh, cringe, cringe, cringe. Because you want to go like she deserved it. You want to see if the audience's brain will go. Yeah. She was wearing the orange skirt, fishnets. Like, yeah, rape her. Who cares? She doesn't matter. She doesn't count as a human. Like, I love the way, I don't love, the way we dehumanize. And then your character, I got to be honest with you. I think I did a pretty good job in my performance with this. You're so great. I hate it when actors talk about processes. I don't even identify as an actor, really. But, like, I just fucking fully went there. And I can disassociate because, like, I was molested as a kid. Like, I know how to disassociate and totally just be there. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to act, but I don't know how to act. I only know how to just like be in that situation. So like, so you're saying you were able to call, call that up. I don't want to say what I imagined, but like, there's just one thing I had to imagine, and that was it. That was from your actual experience, but nothing to do with being raped. I think that is acting. Maybe you're right. Yeah, 
but there wasn't I I could turn it off like you you would notice when they would say like action I'd be like give me 30 seconds before an action I also know a lot about how to make a show so I knew how to claim my space and I knew how to say to the like wardrobe people hey can in between you and makeup like in between can you just like let me yeah you know so you just because even if you do as an actor get into this zone it goes cut and people go let me do your makeup distraction 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 and then I was like I can't have those in between just let my makeup be bad I'm just gonna have to look fucking ugly on the show like I have to yeah you know but you I'm like it's blowing my mind because your character is nothing like you, nothing like me. I don't even know what you did. I got excited watching that. And I don't usually watch myself and I don't like it. And I'm I'm also like, I don't think I'll ever get an acting job again. And I watched that and I was like, Oh, I like this. Like, I, I actually like working. And I was inspired I by you. every second, and I watched you fake it. So what did you do? Same thing you did. Um, so this is someone who, like, fiercely protective, get that. Yeah. Deeply wounded by a past thing. There's a monologue that she does about her past trauma as this character. And it is, like, she says it as if she's writing a grocery list. Why did you do that? Why did you make that choice? Um, check, 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 as in literally check, check. You're, she's check, I'm check, che- check, checking. check. She's check. I, I don't even, I don't even, I didn't think you were going to ask me that. And I don't I know why I did that. I just imagined what if I was that lady. So it was just instinct. You don't even think about it. It's just pure intuition. That's an answer. No, I wouldn't That's, say it's pure intuition. It was definitely a choice. Because um, I have a playlist for the character and a perfume that's only for the, per, the the character. Oh no, I didn't do that. Okay, that's how I ba- just try to make sure. That's how bad I'm, an actor I am. I have to get all that. This is Brenda's playlist. But similar to Brenda's playlist. Like, that's awesome. Okay, uh, similar to how you're saying you're recalling something. There she here she is. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> I was doing this between scenes. No joke. I can't act. Jam, honey, jacket. No, that's I mean, this is this is how you get to Brenda. What else do you want? (laughs) Do you know it, Pat? Let's go! I knew it, but I didn't have that quick of recall. This is the day of the rape scene. You ready? You know it? Don't double pilots again. Yeah. yeah, there she is. Oh! Is this the Goo Goo Dolls? Oh, well, uh, away train. Oh, no. oh, it's Tom Petty's. Soul Asylum. Oh, God. Wow, and then, of course. dated a couple like oh Brenda yeah who, who told her about this no 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 she dated a couple like drug dealers no 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 this is like all Chappelle listens to backstage oh and then of course oh how about this Yeah, Handmaid's Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale soundtrack. 
When June. I can't. This was main theme. Oh, my character's is... playlist is like Sarah McLaughlin, Ani DeFranco. That was yours. Maybe that, some that nine tracks. inch nails. You know, you know who I think was on your character's playlist? Me and a gun. Oh, and a man. Yes, on my back, Tori Amos. Yes. Total Tori Amos. Haven't. <laughs> I followed Tori Amos to like four or five cities the way she fucking Did you really? plays piano. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Giant fan. Fiona Apple. On, on, uh... My only blind spot is Fiona Apple, but I do know she dated Brian Callen for 10 years. She in the did 90s. Not. So did Patty Jenkins. Wild. Just really? missed my face. Yep. Is that true? What... Duck, duck, go. <laughs> go. Go. <laughs> Try me. Have you heard of this book called Know My Name by Chanel Miller? I had to look it up so I didn't hand. Why? 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 I didn't didn't Handmaider's Tale. That one. I don't know about this. Okay. Incredible. You know what? I already like it. Do you know why? Why do I like it, Pat? Look at the cover. This is what Wabi Sabi is. It's when something breaks. The, so, so the whole theory of Wabi Sabi, Japanese philosophy, that after something has been injured, hurt, it's actually more valuable, i.e. the, the girl hey with yo. the, the mule, drug mule. Wow. She's better now. Scar tissue right. is uh, stronger than regular tissue. So, so this smart. This is a bowl so that's quick. been... quick. This is a bowl that's, that's been... That exactly describes that book. It's been cracked, and then it's uh, the in Wabi Sabi, they fix it with gold. Her writing is impeccable and... She I can't takes read. you through. It's when we were talking about when you were saying sexual assault versus rape. Why don't we know? She takes you through. She was raped on campus, and she had to go through this grueling where they where they her. propped okay. him up because he was uh, an athlete, and they tried to treat her like a drunk girl at a party. And she's Asian, and she's Asian, and she describes what she went through in the in between times, and she describes the trial. She describes when it happened, but her writing is. Is Flaw. but also beautiful. isn't it amazing that if she wasn't a beautiful writer, no one would care about her story? You have to have some crazy gift in order to and Brenda break didn't, can't write, can't speak well, like, and that's who they prey on. That's who they prey on someone that they know can't alchemize the trauma and out them. But this bitch had a fucking secret talent, and then they, and then that's the main thing is people go. I have a complicated relationship with men that only date Asian women because they're kind of going, oh, in their culture, they're submissive. Like, they value being submissive. Yeah. It's not taking advantage of them or hurting them. They like it. But what they don't know is that Asian women have this wabi-sabi mentality and they're always 10 steps fucking ahead of you. That might be one of my favorite books I've ever read. Now, I've only read five books in my life. And by the way, she's she's gorgeous, which is like a... She's just... Love it. By the way, I had a scene with Jeffrey Tambor on the Larry Sanders show where we mm. made out, where we made out, and that we shot that makeout for like four or five hours. And when you see it, it just reminded me. Sorry, it's I'm jumping seconds. back. It's two seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, what about all that making out we did? No, so you anyway, make out for a day. And go then on, it's you're talking ca- about acting. It's seen sorry. on camera for thirty seconds. Yeah, that's. What I also the- know what the audience looked, and I have to ask a, qu- a couple questions from the audience because I we're hanging out, but also real quick. 24 did you have the best time on oh, 24 yeah. that talk show about it. that was the biggest show like it was before lost right it was like 24 was the b- first big streamer show 
that was like that people couldn't watch it fast enough. Besides, you know, live I kind of relate how you said, "Why did you do her speech?" Just like she was not emotional at all in this show. I had a similar thing in um, Twenty Four where the character, I, yeah, where. I was trying to imagine myself as this character and that show starts at a level of intensity and then just gets more intense. But it's not intense to her. Exactly. She's and so I was like, like, what am I like? What like, what would I be like if I was all ahead of everybody? Uh, everyone's asking me questions, bothering me, not listening to me. And so it came off as this... I, You're just I, like... Yeah, I tried to imagine... She's not yeah. reactive because she's, she's in got the other dark. Things. She's in the dark going. And this woman is not typically reactive. She's compartmentalized it in such a way. But nothing can. So there's something fascinating about people where their lives can't get any worse. So there's a freedom in the traumas behind me. So everything is kind of old hat. Like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. And I'm going to go. It was very. What's it when something's um, autism? When something's like nonchalant. And you didn't have to think about it much when she decided to uh, think about revenge. It was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing. It well, wasn't like a big deal. It's also putting it away so, so she doesn't have to relive it. So I also, you see, you reminded me I did put some thought into this. That it's it's as if. That's, I'm, that's I'm what done you were doing now. at that table. I'm that's why I didn't interrupt that now. you. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's an ego to, um, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. And so I'm going to present myself this way because that's what's what's her deal too of like, oh, well, you posted this. So da 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 da. So I'm going to make all these other connections on your behalf. And you're like, Wait, what? It's why would anyone ever do that? Well, she will because she's feral. got a different. It's feral. It's an absence of socialization. We go, oh, yeah, well, they told me to do it. So I did it. It's like you go, no, but if you've gone out in the world, like that's what I try to do with her. She's feral. And she only socialized in foster care with people that saw oh, the world backwards. So it's like just do the opposite of what everyone else is going to do. And like once you found someone that's in your wolf pack, they're your alpha and you do what they say. This is so interesting. That's an I'm like tripping out because now I'm relating her to you in real life and my character to me in real life. That's because when thing. you said feral, I went, no, 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 mine's not feral, but mine's feral in a different way. I keep it inside. And that's why I'm and like scheming you look, and you externalize. And then your whole costume I is, it out. Your I keep whole it costume is the least feral looking person on the yes. planet. Beige, camel, colors. She's gone feral in her own mind. Uh, and then when she acts out, everyone... It's like, and in her mind, the future of humanity rests on her. If I do this revenge, it gets in the news. Every woman is right. safer. Yeah, she's thought out this plan. It's I've already mapped like, out how I'm this gonna, is going to work. This is the perfect opportunity for what I call the silver bullet. Silver bullet changes the paradigm, everything. This guy is famous. It's huge in the news. If I do this now, yeah, I go to jail. It sends a message to fucking everybody. And I make a mass shaming. And every fucking man is going to think twice now. That's right. This was her moment. In her mind. Yeah. It was like, I, I'm a superhero. The, the, the wave came. She's been waiting for the perfect wave. And this was it. Yeah. This story, this girl, done. Handled. It's a weird Won't line. Happen to because she else. attaches on to I your character. I think everyone in prison thinks they did something heroic. But... Mm. you can't tisk tisk do these things they're illegal but in their mind i'm doing it to feed my kid i'm doing it to protect my niece i'm doing it to fucking get my mom in a nursing home i'm doing it to like i don't think anyone unless they're sadistic or in psychopaths of which there are many like 
Right. No one signs up to be like, I'm going to go to jail today because right. I love jail. They're right. like, I'm going to go protect. I think they all think they're either protecting or fixing or seeking. And it also comes down to what we were talking about with like the decision for suicide in that moment. So you, So in her case, I think she's premeditated it majorly. She's but like, there, I'll but there's also people or that go to jail because they made a wrong moment out of or they did, did, didn't wrong they didn't follow through this so my thing is like my therapist and I it's all co-signed and it's locked up maybe things will be fixed by then but it's like my main thing is that when I'm pronounced terminal there's like three or four things I'm doing right away it's going to handle the fucking fishermen at the cove in Japan that do the dolphin thing it's getting a couple elephants out and revealing a couple and, and posting a couple things that I can't post yet about why zoos are so abusive. There's no such thing as education and there's no such thing as conservation in zoos. None of it's true. Good people work at zoos. They're just protecting when they can, but none of it's good. So it's SeaWorld. 100%. There's no... What's your take on a ti- someone like the Tiger King? Tiger King is a criminal, um, sadistic, like, disgusting. But people that are in the... In the uh... Exploiting. Oh, okay. So I helped shut that down. And uh, Carol Baskin, maybe she killed her husband. I'm sure she had good reason. My thing is when someone commits a crime, I go, let me just hear their side. You know what I mean? My mom used to, bless her heart, she's dead now. I think when, and tell me if you relate at all, I think when you lose a parent where you kind of can only focus on their limitations or the things you didn't get from them, at least in my experience, once my mom died, I freed up all this bandwidth to only think about the amazing things she did. Yeah. And I and I'm actually feel closer to her than ever when she was alive because I'm like, oh my God, I could now that I'm not scared or judging myself or or in or an trying ans- to get something from her. I broke wanting it. something That's from when her. you can break the ancestral curses, right? Because it the spell. Because I was under the spell of I need her attention, I need her love, I need her to love me, I'm gonna show her this interview and I need her to love it. I need her to say the ex- I need her to say I'm pretty. Like I just needed so much from her childishly. But then I go, like, my mom, when I was a kid, I used to fucking kick and scream. I hated it. She used to take me to prisons around Washington, D.C., and we would visit wrongfully accused inmates that she worked at Bloomingdale's and Neiman Marcus. She was like, my mom, like, ran PR for Bloomingdale's and Neiman Marcus. So, like, she opened the Bloomingdale's on Madison Avenue and... All her friends and all of our friends were the gay men, the window wa- uh, window washers, the window um, uh, dressers. fucking dressers, right? They made the Christmas trees in Neiman Marcus, like the fucking most gorgeous shit, right, in Bloomingdale. So I grew up in, in um, department stores, and I was like an informal model and perfume girl when I was like eight. I think this is why where I got my confidence and became a comedian. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Because I don't. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to... Getcha. Do you, do you have? Do you need to go? I mean, like, what? So well, you don't want to per- hear the story. She was a perfume and makeup girl. Okay, go on. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I love her so much. I love that show so Who much. Who wasn't go back on. then? Who wasn't? She's such a good comic. I just have one. Okay, I just have one question, which is so you went from irate to just dead inside. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put down the scissors. Okay. I've been eating cereal and I'm mixing magic spoon because I have so many boxes of it. The fruity flavor. I do like the blueberry and I do like the chocolate, but I've been in the fruity mood. I used to love Fruit Loops, nostalgia. 
and I've mixed it with a little bit of like a brand cereal so that I like my I've been eating a lot of chocolate and my I need to move things along. And then I've been putting apple butter on top or last night was um, Pat's uh, uh, jelly. This is so weird. And I have no guilt. So Magic Spoon. I just introduced my sister to this. She lost her mind. Delicious and high quality. Magic Spoon, okay? Replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good. But each serving contains zero grams of sugar. Zero. 13 to 14 grams of protein and 4.5 net grams of carbs. I add it on top. I also put some eggnog in there. Four to five. What did I say? 4.5. Okay, that's between four and five, though. 4.5 is between four and five. I said the average. It varies. Huh? It varies. I don't think it does. I'm going I'm to give this one to you. Okay, so. I'm going to back off on this Okay, one. so between four and five, <laughs> four, four, four point five is between four and five. It's probably the, they're saying it's the average. You know I what? just improved it. I like your weight better. You know? One. Yeah. Don't and, get me started on the mean, the median, and the mode. I, You've identified the part of the copy that needed to be abbreviated. That should be 0.5. <laughs> Unless it's 4.8, in which case just say that. So but has they, this been measured or not? It's not that consistent. Sometimes it's 4, sometimes it's 5. Maybe depends on what you put in it like to drink with, like milk or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wholesome. It's a keto. Thank you, Pat. You handled that well. <laughs> I'm impressed. Keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free. Plus, it's only 140 calories a serving, sans nog. It's like there's magic in every spoonful. Ta-da! Head to magicspoon.com slash Whitney to grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try the magic for yourself and be sure to use our promo code Whitney at checkout to save $5 on your order. If you want to do promo code, you know, Scissor Brothers or call her daddy. I think she needs the money. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal. Guilt-free, that's my brand, uh, at magicspoon.com slash Whitney and use the code Whitney to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Love you. Miss you. Don't cut off your beautiful ponytail. So it's I stand with Ukraine, but it's Russian. I, um... Mm. Your mom, the prisons. That's wild. I just make, can you I ask were you a model, question? A can I ask you one girl? question? Yes, please. Just one question, just because we're, why does that show not have one comedian on staff at all? Don't want it. Not one? Uh, I don't know who their staff is. I guess Will Sasso was maybe on it. Jen Kirkman, didn't she write on it? She wrote on it? Oh, okay. I think so. Okay. okay. I don't even know how I know that. Okay. I feel like, I know. I don't know how sure, I sure, know that. Sure. I don't know if that's true. Sure, sure, I feel sure. like she may have I'm just curious why no female comics, not at one of the 50 that live in L.A., are even getting paid to weigh I don't, in. I don't know who the writers are on that. Weigh in. I don't know how well, many Well, Amy Sherman-Palladino, we fucking stan Amy Sherman-Palladino, the yeah. show. Yeah. She did Gilmore Girls. She's incredible. And, and she's she, a huge, when, huge comedy fan. She does her work. When we, I guess I'm just a little bit in a place of... Why are we not hiring comics, young up and coming comics, to just like write jokes for these shows for the when they're doing the stand up? Who's writing the stand up? Some Harvard lampoon fucking nerd. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Got it. 
Put the scissors down. Give an exhale. They're not sharp enough. Don't worry. I'm a little bit wolf pack mama bear with let's start redistributing wealth. If you are making a show, making a ton of money off of a female comedian's experience and how hard it is, there's like 30 door girls at the comedy store that could use $1,000 a week just to write jokes for your thing, even if you don't use them. Okay. Fair? Fair? That's fair. Fair, anyway, fair? you're a model with perfume. If it's hysterical, it's historical. I had to go up to people and go like, hey, would you like to try the Chanel number? And everyone's like, ooh. Like, I was just so rejected for so long by people because I was like trying to spray perfume at them that by the time I got to Hollywood and people were like, no thanks, no thanks, I was like, no problem. Like, th- like I have no capacity to be hurt by rejection. But you also, before you were uh, in a position to be rejected, you also knew you had something to offer and you believed in yourself and your Yeah, own. chemicals from China that I was holding. No, I'm saying your comedy, you believed in yourself. Mm, yeah, um, and, or not, whatever. Not so pretty idea, or your writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I needed What you to, were trying to sell. I needed to practice, yeah. I, I didn't I needed to practice like but you I, weren't afraid to approach people and sell to them and and I knew I could see, sell that's my thing I'm, I'm afraid of everybody salesman. I'm a used car salesman though I can sell something anything I'm snake oil salesman. okay so at the time I don't think that so I you're had saying a, you weren't even necessarily going this is so good you're just you were just full speed so ahead if a product is worth buying you don't have to sell it you know what I mean like they'll go get it at the store if they need it or want it okay so you, so you. now I go attraction, not promotion. Gravity. You have to come to me only because if I'm going, hey, if you're peddling, your oh, you're wear, saying now. If you're, you're the best products, don't have ad campaigns. You know what I mean? I don't need to sell myself if it's a product worth buying. They'll just come to me. I feel like I have to learn how to be a salesperson because I've lived my life and yeah. my career going like, I hope and you a lot like of this. People, and I put my nose down and I go, let me just try to do good work and that'll lead to more good work. Agreed. And it has until it doesn't. Agreed. And now I look back and I go, oh, I was afraid of everybody. Mm-hmm. So all those jobs and all those relationships. As you should have been because they were dangerous. All those relationships that I should have had are I just let them go like I let the job go because I'm I'm like, I don't want to bother you. I just, I'm going to go and, and audition. But now I'm to the point in my life and my career where I'm going, I don't. Big dick energy, man. Why do I have, why am I starting over? So, you call, so my thing is you would call your agent and go, hey, these are the kind of roles I want to play. So I want to be in a room with this casting director and this casting director because I'm unclear because a lot of people, I've been on the other side. Your name comes up. I know what people say. They go, well, isn't she busy? Like, isn't she kind of. Wait, isn't she more comedy girl? You run a fucking drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go, wait a second. The fun, the best dramatic actors are comedians because then we play it straight. I think I'm going to give up acting. This is what I'm going to do. Is what that comes down to. I really wanted this part recently in this Sean and I think show. We're getting you a part on Maisel, your favorite show. Oh, my God. I could not be on that show, though, because I... I can't be so word perfect. Because you're I, a comedian <laughs> and they don't hire comics. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> um, her agent is a comedian. What, what's her Love name? Her. Alex Borstein. Borstein. Is that Genius. Right. Love. She's a comedian. She's on that show. Yes. Wasn't, but Kevin wasn't Paul it on MTV? Show. Wasn't it MTV? Yeah, yeah. He was more Two of an comedians. actor. Yeah, yeah. He's more um, of a comedic actor. There's a difference. Stand up. I'm talking stand up. I auditioned up. to play this. If they didn't perform at Penguins 12 years ago on New Year's Eve. It's not a stand-up comic. Oh. Is it kind of sick that I wish I was performing at Penguins this New Year's Eve? It's a sickness. I don't have a gig on New Year's. There's a part of me. 
Mm. I want to go see that. It's um, just. Fucking, I want to go see that Elvis impersonator again. It's just this. On New Year's so, Eve. um, uh, I thought that me having slept with a bl- uh, backup blue man was oh, a lot. I didn't know that. How do you think you talked about that blue? on the pod? How do you think this? How do you think <laughs> he rubbed his body all over it? This was the fuck room. <laughs> He's also a painter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking he bleeds blue. Me- <laughs> He went, blue. he went to Duke. <laughs> he went to Duke. He was a Duke basketball player. So, um, and the guy from Shape of Water. So, and by the way, this is the weird science uh, kitchen. So, this bitch fucking wanders in my house and it just drops casually. Buries the lead that she just slept with an Elvis impersonator. Mm. It was like the best, the best sex. Ever. you've ever had because when someone is very good at impersonating like they're actually really good mm-hmm. and not cheesy but was he impersonating how elvis fucks or that's how he fucks no i'm saying his attention to detail brought it into the bedroom how detailed is your pussy how complex it's is so it? detailed it's like a watercolor painting okay he got down there and painted some watercolors okay on my pussy so it, the sex lasted for a really long time, and he kept asking, like, what do I want? What do I like? And then he was asking so did much. You know, by the way, did you know the answer? Here's the thing. No. Everything was good because I haven't had sex with another person and in so And was long. it hot because he was asking or doing the things you said once he asked? This is a whole can of worms. I know. It got to the point where did I said, ask, I you need ask- you to ignore me. Like, I need you to pay less attention to me. That's the only way I can come. Because you're paying too much attention to me. Then stop looking like that. Hey, what's up? No, but I will tell you that having that experience really gave me a pep in my step. For like a whole week afterwards, I was walking on air because I was like... It also gives you data that there are people out there like that. And it was really intimate and really sweet. And I hope there is. Let me just... What's his credit? Like, let's just back up a tiny bit. Is there any... Uh, have there been have there been any PayPal requests or Venmo requests from him? Yeah, no, Great. he's legit. He's Great. a legit powerhouse sure. in his own right. We haven't talked since. So him and I need to also you, you and I need to talk about the impersonator movie that I have uh, going because I'm obsessed with impersonators. Have you seen the? Document? Did I just cast him in it, your movie? You, I'm I'm gonna hold. Uh, I need more information. <laughs> He'll read. He'll read for sure, you. Sure, sure. Okay. He'll okay. Read. <laughs> I'm his agent now. I do. He is an open invite to the podcast, by the way. That's the kind of psyche I fucking live for. So there was a documentary. What if I was like, he also plays Prince and Michael Jackson. There was a, is that true? one. Entry. No. Okay. Because people that do more than one impersonation, usually one of them is Queen Elizabeth and she just <laughs> died. So now they're only doing one. They took out the part where the ladies are yelling. In the, yeah, uh, they, the end? Uh, with not the tape shot. over their mouth. I don't know. Oh, they're not, they're not chanting. Like, you have to understand. Uh, that was interesting because it, it felt like too much in the moment. We Like, when, just seeing them like that was when enough. When you shoot mo- TV shows and movies, we see, we shot probably for three weeks straight and they end up using 54 minutes. So we're like, as we were in there and that court scene at the end, we were all like, this is fucking, this tone is not, we don't know how to do this. It yeah. felt broad, and we, but the way that it was cut, it's like, I remember even, and I'm going to talk about this with Howard and even Sean, we were like, 
this feels like I didn't know how to act it. Like I did not know how to talk to these. It was like, I was like, I need a timeout. I don't know how to do this and make it feel real. Like I'm, I feel like I'm in bad community theater land with my acting right now because like, but it's when extras come in and they don't get a chance to rehearse. They don't get a chance to act with us. And so they're just like, you know, it was also like seven in the, we pulled. Yeah. We had, because of COVID and we couldn't be in the same room, the fact that directors couldn't be in the same room with the actors, she just had to get up and go back and get, and it took forever. We, and then that was the day we were going to fucking Vancouver. We worked 27 hours straight or something, got up. Yeah. Remember at 7 a.m. And then we went to Vancouver at like four and then did a show that I got a real dose of Whitney. You in the morning after shooting that and then on your way to do stand up. That was really. Did we sleep on the plane? No, you don't sleep on planes. You do take your underwear off and put it in the just to br- just to call that back yeah, in the yeah, cuff yeah. of your. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably t- slept on the plane. You did I not. That's a un- long flight. No, you were because we got there and napped. Remember, you were apologetic because I was uh, following you. I was no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no. we can, because you didn't get the piece of paper from the thing. I didn't have my fucking work permit. You didn't have your work permit. So we had to. But I felt so bad for you because I was like, hey, girl, you've been on like three hours sleep. But I you were but you were still in the mode of like, I, I, can I do don't want to like, I, I don't make you wait. I, I don't, don't want to. Like, but we went to the fucking customs office in the Toronto airport. Um, put me in a fucking cage with that. Whoever runs that airport. There was an immigrant, because I didn't have, how the fact, they let me in the country without a work permit. And I was like, you, you can't be here. You don't have a work permit. And I'm like, well, I sailed through customs and no one said anything. That's so weird. It was weird. And I had someone with me, like a chaperone, because they were like, we know she's going to fuck this up. And he fucking shit the bed too. So I was in the country and they're like, we have to send you back. Like this production's going to shut down if you don't get a work permit. And I'm like, why are you telling everyone about this? So fucking. So you said, hey, I'll just pick it up at seven in the morning Toronto, on my way Canada, to Vancouver the fucking at the airport. City is ca- I had to drive back to the United States Ooh. and come back into the country in Vancouver. I can't believe you did that. I mean, this is some grit. To get my this work permit some grit right after here. Vancouver, you flew back. I got in a car, drove to the top of America. I can't you did that. Drove back. Well, I actually walked across the border and then walked back and got it. Thank God they fucking the... the and... Whew, the fucking um, agent that worked at the border is a fan of the podcast. The only reason I fucking got through. Only reason I got back. She went bap, bap, bap. And I was like, okay, we're fucking good. The one person in Canada that listens to and this. And you drove back over the border to, to the airport? And was, then went to the you airport. You had a had rental to go, car to go get that permit? It was like a, like a not Uber. an Uber, but it was like a car service that oh, the right, production right, right, right. helped us with. Right. Go across, come back. Because had it been had it been any other car... I'm not allowed to bring a car into the country. Girl. So that's you why. You got some real. How about this? The car parked on the Canada side and I walked to the America side and then walked back like fucking Handmaid's Tale. You know how to deal with some stuff. After not sleeping, my after working is, in that courtroom, getting easy, up, going there. With me, the easy thing's hard and the hard things are a walk in the fucking park. After you've I don't done. Know if it was a walk in the park. You we were kind of losing it a little bit. I did cities a year for 12 yeah, years. That's amazing. Colleges, connections, driving to fuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Getting to a venue. Your body's just like, oh, this. Getting let me, let to me. a casino and then finding out it was an Indian child burial ground. And then I have to, what do I do with that information? I'm not staying here. 
There's a lot of choices we have to fucking handle as witches. Um, I guess we're, I'm going to let you go, but I really did want to get into the focus group theory that I have. Yes, please. Oh, yeah. You, I think never it's important. What else do we not close up, though? Coconuts and testing. Here, oh, really quick about switching gears. So remember when you said, I can't believe you're saying that because it's the inverse, like the negative. Yeah. And we're on some Russian doll shit right now. Yeah. I believe this theory. Stay with me. Everything I've never learned how to do, I think this applies to everyone, I'm just saying I, I think everything we've all never learned how to do, we already do. Example, we haven't learned how to do the thing in um, uh, IRL in a micro level because we're already doing it on a macro level. I have never learned how to drive stick shift in a car. I don't know how. But in life, all I do is switch gears. <laughs> but I don't know how to drive stick shift. <laughs> Metaphorical. So what? What is else your in your life do you not know how to do? Do you know how to play tennis? No. Exactly. But that's all you do in improv. So you know how to play tennis more than mm. anyone. You just can't do it with the fucking dumb racket. You could apply that to anything. I know. Whoa. <laughs> Did I just blow your mind? Whoa. I need to hold that. Name I need, all the, I need to get on things. Etsy. I need, to, I need some jam. So hold on. I need is, a poncho. Where's the poncho? But I'm on the crux of your shit because you go, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. You do. You're just doing it on a grand scale and not on some bullshit Hobby Lobby, motherfucker. Mm. Name one other thing you can't do. Any kind of hobby from Hobby Lobby? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You can wait in the I Hobby Lobby. I can't read Braille. <laughs> I can't read Braille. Oh, that's a good one. Great. But what? You, I, go you ahead. You can't read Braille? Yeah. That means you can't talk to blind people? No, or I you can. blind people. Done. Why would you need Braille? <laughs> you know what? You're tricking me now. That doesn't fit into your metaphor. Okay. That you're doing it on the you're macro. You're not giving me. That you're okay. Not so, on the, so, oh, you didn't like what I gave you. You didn't like so the example. So you can't read what blind people, you're, you can't understand what blind people are saying. I can't read the, oh, you know what? You did get me. Because the thing, that's a. Maybe you're the I, blind. I don't you're, need, I don't need way, You're the blind person in this exchange. I'm the blind person. Right now. So that's true. I'm not, that's what I do. I can't. Uh, say what I'm thinking or feeling right now. I can't read Braille. I'm lost. I'm blind. <laughs> I'm walking through life blind. Blind people aren't it's... lost that often. They have a dog. <laughs> Do you follow that on Instagram? The blind people with their seeing eye dogs? Oh, it's the best. Who's filming them? Their boyfriend. There's Who's a guy. filming the blind people and his posting boyfriend it? Is filming him with his um, dog. Okay, the blind person knows they're being filmed? Oh, yeah. He okay. talks to camera. Uh, okay. He's showing us this is how I live, like a, like a slice of life. He's not blonde and blind, and that's okay, but he might be blonde. <laughs> never going to slip. I'm never going to slip. He is blonde. Okay. Yeah, I got a little lost on your tennis thing. Did you get lost, Pat? He's going to say he didn't. Tennis makes sense. He, he would never. Is, reading Braille is a tricky one to. So let me, okay. Well, because so she was trying to apply this? to anything. Say it again I a different way. Example. Say, you can't read Braille. Why that's you, correct. Why would you need to? Yeah, but your thing is that you're already doing it. But you're saying I'm giving a bad example. No, you're, nothing you've done is wrong. Uh, I'm not being clear. So 
You, no, I, you're right. Okay, well, I don't need braille to Braille is only between blind and blind. Those are the only people that need to communicate via Braille. If we're over here learning Braille, we either are only doing it as a teacher. So we have to scrap that as an example I'm to your saying, metaphor. don't use it as a count against you. You don't need to know it. <laughs> I'm building up your self-esteem. Let's go. What I don't else? even care that what I else? don't read Braille. <laughs> what else? I was trying to think of an example to stop bring you. It, if you didn't care, why? And now you're like fighting me. I'm not fighting you. This well, is what it's love not a fight. Like. It's more like... Love. It's okay that you you're trying to tell me it's okay that I don't know how to <laughs> I feel like I'm tripping right now. It's <laughs> kind of fun. That's my personality, dude. This is good. So what else can't you do? How am I gonna come down from this when I leave? What do you what do you we, suggest? The to first come down? thing you said was after I'm with you and I leave, it's like What do I do? What a warm bath? <laughs> I put on this outfit, and then I'll I'll be able to come down smoothly. And yes, and you—that's your. Okay. So take um, a quick hit of that weird butter. No, the, you don't. You'd rather just eat Sabaro in the airport because <laughs> that's the other thing. Anything you buy in the gift shops when you travel, you can eat it on your way back. Have you ever jar been, of jam? Have you ever been in an airport and gotten yourself a fucking bagel and been the like, dude. I have some homemade elderberry jam. Right fucking here. No. And I'm going to eat this at the food court while everyone else is getting cancer. I'm going to redistribute the wealth and eat pure nutrients. Please mute me, Pat. This is wild. <laughs> what a wild example of the elderberry jam. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely down a hallway in your brain right now. <laughs> Knocking on the door and trying to get just up. Got... Why do we... Here, I have a question for you. Cam Archer wrote a script, brilliant script, a script about, remember Kathy? Yes, this comic absolutely. Strip? And he wants me to play Kathy. <laughs> so the real life Kathy. <laughs> I think I should do it. Do you know about Kathy? Yeah. Act. Yeah, Ack. She's and she's a little bit downtrodden. She's Ack, a, right? Ack. Yeah, Remember, she's this sort is of the like comic strip. Before memes, I, we had comic strips. Her vibe is like I don't like Mondays. She's a single lady, right? W- loves a cat. Loves she's a Garfield. Cat. So this is her. She's like, where's co- where, and where's bathing, my coffee? It's bathing Monday. suit never fits. I got to get ready for bathing suit season. I'm, right. I'm embarrassed. This sure. was her in real life. Wait, what? She's gorgeous. Gorgeous and thin. Okay. This is the lady that wrote the. Yes. And Sorry, I don't have my glasses. So and I look at your... right late night. Paint you're blind. I know we've been through this. Um, late night. Look at her on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson okay. or Leno. She would go on. She won an Emmy. She oh would, my god, I love her. She would go on these appearances on TV. She won an Emmy. Yeah. But her whole thing is she had body dysmorphia and. Oh like, my gosh, you gotta do this. She Wait, saw wait. herself as like fat, but also like who knows, right? Right. She looks fucking, we look exactly alike. Look, Pat, kind of. I mean. Yeah, you could pull that off. Okay. And she's like tiny though. And this guy can't, and it's about like a like a dream kind of thing. I want to like give it to Byron Allen to maybe make or something. But like, I don't know who would make it, but, or pay for it. Um, because this fucking business doesn't make movies that are good. They just want to make the like fucking weird ass shit for China that they won't even watch. Hey, do you know about Little Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> there was this. There was, oh yeah, Little Ellen from China. From China. I was visiting China recently and I came across Little Ellen and I said, "What the?" Little Ellen. Okay, this is a um, show, an animated show based based on Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. So this is a cash grab, is what you're saying. 
Margareta. And I'm Michael Schneider, and welcome to Variety's Awards Circuit, where this time out we're analyzing and dissecting... Fuck you. Hold on. You guys <laughs> tricked me. Fuck you, man. I'm glad I screen grabbed this, and I'm going to go to my... I left two 14-year-olds at home to do this pod. Uh? When I called them just now, you saw how handsome they were. The dog was... You're just like, don't care about Lil Ellen. It's wild. <laughs> I'm trying to block Lil Ellen out. Dude. Is it Lil? L-I-L? It's an animated show about Ellen. Two seasons were made. I really hate that animation. Okay. I'm starting to figure out why Anne Hayes drove into a house. I think she saw this poster. <laughs> okay. And this is... <laughs> I would have driven to a house too if my ex-wife, who or jumped into a volcano, just gets to have turn straight. Okay. So, so Ellen did a, a, a show called Little Ellen. It's animated. It's about her. And um, the showrunner's quote was, "Ellen was less than zero percent involved. Less than zero? What's Lil Ellen about? Did is it you, Ellen as a child? It was obviously made for China because you know what Ellen's show is called in China? And I think this is why she's always in such a bad mood. What's the show? You know, the, in China, Two Broke Girls is not called Two Broke Girls right, in China. Right. It's like two, two yeah, but Ellen's show is just her name. You think China would do that? They call it Dancing Lady. <laughs> oh, I could have come up with that. <laughs> I was on the tip of my tongue. Not the takeaway. Well, I was going to say lesbian lady. And yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say that Lesbian lady? They can't have lesbians right, over there. Correct, correct, correct. Dancing lady. I mean, they barely let girls survive that are straight after they're born. Yeah. Little Ellen. Little dancing Ellen. <laughs> dancing lady in trousers. At the, were you at the Burt Kreischer roast? You were. Yeah. Did you see the whole rant I did about Ellen? Am I set? Did you see my set? Yes. What'd you Ellen. say about Ellen? I kind of defend Ellen for like 20 seconds and then it's What'd over. you say? Um, like in um, Hollywood, like that, like being a boss, like I have to be oh, careful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because for a guy to be canceled as a male boss, yes. 18 interns have to yes. complain about the button under your desk. I remember you saying that. But as a woman leader, you just have to like, you just can't be like a grump. Yeah. Like how, Ellen, like how did she, how does someone abuse you if you can't look them in the eye? <laughs> Like, I'm with you. I'm on your side. But let's just, like. If she's dancing. Yeah. <laughs> she's little. She's so little. The anger, anger of having to do that would be rough. I would ha get angry if I had to, like, dance. Literally tap dance. I agree with what you're saying in concept. Hard. But, like, but I, don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. But this is a prison was of your own a, making. A, probably was a terrible. What are you saying? Just quit? I think anyone that has over $100,000 cash has no excuse to ever have bad behavior. Ever. There's no excuse. Oh, oh yeah. No I excuse. thought you were talking about her. You're saying her. She yeah. has no excuse to not. No one. No one that is, that I, I my, like, I'm throwing this around. It should probably be less, less, less. But like $100,000 cash in your bank account, you have no excuse to ever be fucking rude to anyone. But usually people are more rude the more money they have. I know. It's not about the money, Fuck is them. it? Yeah, but they're not, a, they're, they're in trouble on my. Let's go buy some stuff from Etsy. Do you want to um, see how many things I bought from Etsy since recently? 11 a.m.? Yes. Today? Since 11 a.m. You're amazing. Okay, look. So since 11 a.m., okay? Organic Turkish towel. <laughs> Got it. What color? Uh, purple. Rockstar table. 
all rock stars. Okay. Uh, like decoupage. Now, when you buy something like that, a side table. do you not have sure somewhere what, you're going to put it? Or not you sure just who get it's for it? yet. Oh, I think it's, it's going to be a gift. Dave Grohl, maybe. That's it's like cute. a maybe. Like I buy things and I go, mm, I know someone's going to need that. So this is yours. Um, is it? Pro- purchases and reviews. So I buy things and then later, so this table, necklace? my sister moving her into a new place, side table. Her and I are yin and yang. It's a good reminder for us that were wildly different, but super complimentary. Had to have this uh, for my sister's new place and probably for me too. It's a doormat. Yeah. What does it say? Check your energy. We're here. Here we're here. Get used to it. (laughs) This is a side table that has electric outlets in it. Cute. Side table. Side table. Yeah. Are you listening? (laughs) Did you ever get that wicker one? The like the wicker um the oh frog. look at those two Isn't in that, khaki they're okay, getting some work done like no nope, getting some not, work done that's not oh, god Mary Lynn and they're I very speaking of yin and yang look at this side look how useful this fucking thing is you put it on the side of your couch and it holds shit it's like a little it's like a doily that holds computer <laughs> so it's it works it's a caddy it's genius it's a caddy it's a genius it's, caddy it's, it's you a need ge- that it's a it's a doily caddy finally everything Great. will be organized shark tank finally everything has a place <laughs> everything's got a place a bunch of hooks you know about me and my hooks gotta have my hooks wall hooks mountain hooks jimmy game changer it's very cute you gotta have hooks you know what i'm saying Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to have you open your present and then I'm going to uh, release you from this nightmare fever dream <laughs> you're in. Um, here's your present. Hold on. Don't open it yet. Listen. Listen the fuck up. Oh, that's a good terracotta pot. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. I'm not looking. Okay. I'm just touching it. But now I can see it. Are we engaged? Um, deeper than that. It's deeper than that. You know what? Hold on. Listen, listen to me. Look at me. Open your eyes. See, you are, you are blind. You try to be blind. Okay. So we're in a jam. We're in a jam. (gasps) Is this, this is why I was right. Stop, stop reading Braille. Stop reading Braille. You won't know what it is or you might. It's charms. Because you can read Braille. So we do, we are in a jam and uh, I just want to go on record saying to you, uh, I was right. About what? About the wicker, um, uh. What? It's worth. <laughs> the Wooker pla- Turtle pan- Planter. $7,000? It's been sold. It's gone. I'm so sorry. We didn't buy it when we should have. Was it in your likes? Is that how you go back to it? Like, how did you know or how Maybe to- they shipped it and it got lost <laughs> in the mail because it's not like me to not have purchased that. I know. You know what? I did go on Prozac around that time. So maybe I controlled myself. What do you mean? You were mm-hmm. not on Prozac before that? I was, but it was like, oh, you it went takes off? four months to kick in. And you know what else? I just went off birth control for the first time in 25 years I've been on birth control. So for those of you wondering why my brain is working fast and I'm not like a fucking zombie, oh well, there's no turtle thing. Maybe I didn't need it. Maybe it wasn't meant for me. Oh, that's why I went off on this lady in the audience. Oh, really? She's like, but what was she doing? She might have deserved I don't, it. I don't like kids. Okay, yeah. Uh, Go off on yeah, her. Yeah, she, she goes, I just take the morning after pill. But I was asking, I didn't ask, I was asking she was her something. She was trying to be funny? Was she trying, she was trying she to be was, funny? She wasn't even trying to be funny. She was trying to be, 
close. It's That's not very that. close. She was just like clap back. Like, you know, when people are like, I have attitude mm-hmm. for days so and I'm going to show you like a very immature, insecure. It's, but she, now with Twitter and Facebook and comments, everyone thinks when a comedian is talking with a microphone, there's two or three people in each audience going, she can't wait to hear what I think about this. Yeah. I'm going to help this show. I'm going to help. They think the show is this just wasn't, for This them. was an offshoot of helping. I did ask for they it. They think you got in the car for them. I asked only. her for something very simple, which was, hey, like just to include you. Hey, right? And she went, I don't, hmm. I go, what do Let you mean you guess. don't know? White and naturally blonde. Nope. Not white and dark hair. Okay. So. Well, then she might have been right. <laughs> Wait, black women come to your shows? Now I'm so jealous. She wasn't black. And she wasn't white. Think about it. It was little Ellen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> little Ellen. Was it Tamron Hall? She was dancing, but it was aggressive. We never got to my testing thing. It's okay. We'll get to it eventually. I just have two ideas I want. I want to make you laugh so We're hard. We're going to get to it right now. What's the testing No, we thing? can't. It's 3.30. I can't oh, do... I, I, I'm, tr- I'm starting to podcast that I'm doing four hours. I got to get down to an hour, and I swear. Can you open that gift, please? Yeah. I don't know if you'll wear it. I mean, looking at what's around your neck, you might. So, I am into charm bracelets right now. And this is a charm bracelet from, like, the 40s. Oh. And... You know me. I'm a fucking cowgirl bitch. Have you seen Yellowstone? No. Okay. Is it I amazing? can't watch it because of the horses. It's always abuse when horses are in things. But, you know. How so many just, horses are I'm in there? I'm too sensitive. Whitney, this All is so them. sweet. Thank you. Do you want me to put it on for you? It's yep. going to make some noise. But do you see what the charm Do you want me to put the poncho on too? Um, <laughs> so is it going to fit on my fat wrist? Hold on real quick though. So... There is one, see, cowboy. We love cowboys. This is how we manifest cowboys, the men we want. This is the one problematic charm, which is like a Native American dancing. It might not be problematic. I don't know. You'd have to ask. I'm just going to call that one Little Ellen. Cow, very important. Mm -hmm. Um, Saddle, cowgirl hat. Uh, This one I don't love, but it's fine. That's a mule. Remember, your drug mule? So that's already fit. And cowgirl boot. Keep, Keep dancing. Yeah. It's Look, better. It's too small. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, get, get fucking... it above the bone. Whoa, you doubted Look me. Look at this cat. You might even want to take a couple uh, <gasps> rings out of it, or uh, links out of it. Thank you so you much. Know? This is so sweet. Um, okay. I feel close to you. The accused. I, I'm glad, actually, that we didn't talk too much about it because now you'll have stuff to talk about on fucking all the talk shows. All the Because we're going to be doing press and we're going to be. We're going to be doing so much press. Like, are you going on a bunch of podcasts some... in January for this? I like doing, Maybe. you should do Tiger Belly, Natasha Leggero's. Well, um, they have me. Um, uh, Santino's. Yeah, let's, we'll just text them right now. Santino's. Um, um, your mom's house. Yeah, your mom's house, but it's in I Austin been on now. There in a while. Oh, yeah. But sometimes they come back here. Christina P's, uh, where my mom's at, yes. but that I think is definitely in Austin. I'll go to Austin. Yeah, I'll pop over. Me too. There. I think I'm going to go I'll in the do, end of um, January to do I haven't Ro- done the to do Rogan, kill Tony, and hopefully your mom's house. You're doing like that I, for the accused? Yeah, that's awesome. I think I always bomb your mom's house. I've I've bombed it like twice, so now I have to go back and like. 
But it wasn't there. It wasn't anyone's fault. It's just I think that there was a time there when I would go on podcasts and comics thought they had to ask me about like Hollywood. Like, so you you created these shows. I'm like, can we please talk about dicks and farts? Like I've you know what I mean. But I think that on podcasts there was a time where when I would go on, everyone thought they had asked me like about my career. They were I, asking you about your career, and what oh. as they should because it was like, you know what I mean. What else? That's what we were just talking about in the beginning. I think when we first started podcasts, we all took the bad data from. Like, oh, this is a new late night talk show. So we have to like ask boring questions. And the audience doesn't give a shit. They just want us to be funny and dumb or sincere and vulnerable. Right. You know? And we were like, yeah, I got a show made. And here's, and they're like, who gives a fuck? But I didn't want to say like, can I not answer this? Sometimes when I'm on stage, if I go like dark or deep mm -hmm. or something yeah. too fast, yep. people are just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or, or even if like I have a little bit that I'll do, especially if I feel like Not, it's a we can't open like this is like we I'll do a thing about being an actor. I'll mention the shows and then people will be like, yay, she said my thing. And then I'll t shift and they're like, don't bum me what? out. Don't bum me out. What with happened? You, the we're entertainers. Like it's taken me a long time to learn. We are entertainers. People are paying 80 fucking bucks, maybe more. They are not coming to see us because like, I have depression. They're like, you're supposed to make me happier. I have depression for real. Right. You know what I mean? I've had to learn that way. There's But I'm not saying like all my stuff that's a little if they bit know dark, you and I'm already still love you. Happy and it, there's jokes, but that's what's more interesting to me. Always. But I, it, it my thing is always order and who's in the audience. Like reading yeah. the room. If it's just a random night at the fucking what where are we every single night? It's hard home? though when I'm running sets, especially in LA. Like on the road, obviously it's my show. But They're, if they, they want to see, see like Chloe from Twenty Four, I will give them yes a good however long it takes. But they didn't pay you eighty dollars just for you, so it was like it's like if you're paying twenty bucks to go to the comedy store, but you really want to see Trevor Wallace, and then I come on being like a bore. I had an abortion and was molested, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't think it's funny, like. That's fine. You didn't pay me the eighty dollars right. to put on the show for you. That's the trick. I'm about, there to work out. Right, I'm there right, to practice. Exactly. That's the trip about, uh, about running spots in LA because it's like, well, I don't want to take five to seven minutes of my set that's only fifteen minutes. I already know these work to do like, hey, twenty four, this and that. It's like I'm I want to do. The, out. Yeah. I always say it. I'm here to work out. These are new jokes. If you want to go to the bathroom, now's your time. Because this is, if you want to see A jokes, see me at the World Turn or watch a special. But like, I'm at the gym. I think that people, when they come to the comedy That's store. That's a good idea. But then you'll see Sebastian come on and be at the gym with brand new shit. And it looks polished. So it's like, sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. But yeah. you're watching us experiment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I think that that's something. And honestly, now that we're talking about it, it usually is great. It's usually is my ego that I want to be like, cr probably my ego that I want to be crushing at the beginning dude, and not just Remember when it was at the comedy store? It was like, dude, I used to follow Joey Diaz. I would pace it on the, I would stretch. I was like, I, I don't even know if A shit is going to work here. Like, it would be. It was intense. It would be fucking. The energy there Segura, was off. Burt, Rogan. Um, fucking uh, uh, Bobby Lee would go before before he would do 930 and then fucking Joey Diaz and then me and then Jezelnik and I was like I'm glad to hear you say this because I see you as impenetrable so that's nice but that's to why hear. I am but that that energy is so high just so like everything else is a walk in a park yeah. the building would shake when Joey came the building would shake you motherfucker he would take his balls out <laughs> and then and then so I was like this is how you become a this is why the comedy store makes us you're a comedy store comic the people that are only doing other venues even the cellar in New York I'm sorry I love the cellar it's not that hard of a room 
Like, it's not that hard. I haven't done that. I've only done it like once on someone else's show. It's a blast. The one around the corner is a little bit. And it depends on the night. If you're going up after Chris Rock just popped in to run his Oscar set, you better fucking, you better not try to do a jokes. You better just lean against the wall and be like, okay, and just talk about Chris Rock. Like when you follow (laughs) Sebastian, you only, the only way to get laughs following Sebastian and Joey is to just go, remember when Sebastian talked about that? That was hilarious, right? <laughs> they, they can't even, they, they, they have to come down from it. They're, they're not going to move on. They're not moving they're on. They're not going to move on. We just go, remember what you just saw? Let's relive it. Yeah. That's the only way. Until you're out of it and I can talk about something Until else. Until they're like, oh, and who are you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Until they're done looking at the photos they took. Like, they're just, it's wild. Are you guys ready for a lady? <laughs> I did follow uh, Rick Ingram in the main room the other night, which is big. Amazing. And I did that. I tried He's that thing about for my Chris dad. Rock. I, I know. This was like he was just back in town. The freedom in. But the fact that I'm I could do it in the main room and I did new shit, which was unformed. Like the dad stuff. I did, it was, I, I felt really good. That is Even like, though I was like, uh, my mouth is dry. That is and like I'm like, jumped. I'm not like, that room is so big. That, that I'm is like, like someone's water skiing at 80 miles an hour and you jumped on and fucking took over. Like, that's the feeling of that. Yeah. Like, doing a backflip on a fucking horse in the circus while it's running. That's like, how the fuck did I get that? But that's something that only comedy store, that's La Jolla Comedy Store. But that's an interesting metaphor because, like, can you match, sometimes you can't force yourself to match an energy that either you're not at or, like, like you. They, it has to whatever adjust to, you, like, Whatever you chase, you chase away. You just surrender. Yeah. And go, I'm only going to do 50% and I'm just going to, because it's like, yeah, you're jumping on a moving boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, you have no control or else you're going to stop the vibe and you're going to break the spell. You're going to break the, because like, it's our job to, to cast a spell. Yeah. And to create this flow state and the transition, it's like handing the baton off. You, that's where you fuck it up. Yeah. You have to make sure it's smooth or else people go, I'm watching comedy. Oh, they got to stay like, it's, it's who's going to break the smooth flow state of right. hypno- of us hypnotizing people. And I guess being on with all those big, uh, legendary, big energy is you have to find your own way mm-hmm. to match that. And you know who is, I would, through yourself, the, is the hardest person to follow at the comedy store right now? Winnie Cummings. Argus Hamilton. <laughs> he has been around since like the 70s. Yes. Mitzi's like pick. I'm never there because he goes on early. I always get there I used to past always like go after him. He would do 930 spot. I used to open for him in La Jolla. And he's older and he kind of like reads like topical jokes. He has to- new topical jokes. Right. Jo- but he sets up that rhythm. Good. <laughs> because right now at a time where everyone's too afraid because everyone's trying to be PC, he's just like Argus and he's going on and he goes, uh, you know, and he said, he like goes to church for real. Yeah. You know? Does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he goes and he does like a lecture about Calvinism for like 10 minutes that destroys, <laughs> even though no one understands what he's talking about. He's such a pro. I've never he, seen the lecture on Calvinism. I mean, he's also like, look, I'm sober, you know. Yes. I Look, I do not like, I did cocaine 30 years. I don't like cocaine. I just like the smell of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like, you're just, everyone's like, gah, gah. Living out those classics. And then he goes like, at my church, I just want you to know. I am pro-gay marriage. I am not homophobic. I believe that there can be same-sex marriages anytime. I firmly believe that as long as they're the same race. (laughs) And it just kills. It just murders. The timing's perfect. (laughs) It's just like the greatest. 
to watch. He's That's just like flaunt. The audience is just like, mm-hmm. no one's like, he's not going, I don't want to get canceled for saying this. And everyone's right. like, can you not even bring that up and just fucking do it? Well, they're all formatted in that really tight. And he's earned it and his, the timing, like yeah. it just, funk, the silences are perfect. He moves. It's just masterful what yeah. he's doing. Bye-bye. Those glasses Thank don't you for work. My gift. They don't work. <laughs> On camera? Anywhere. <laughs> I love these glasses. Do they work? Oh, to permit, help me see? <laughs> yeah. Do we need to do the Braille thing? It's unclear. Wait, I'm sorry. Who are you? Um, Sarah Silverman. Oh, thank you for Amanda having me. Pete, I wish. Thank you for having me. I love Amanda you. Let's do it again. Sarah. Maybe I love you can you. pop in when maybe you can, we can do a round two when Sean's here and we can dig more after it's aired and answer questions from the audience together. Because I feel like we weren't allowed to give away a lot of spoilers, so I'm trying to like not. Talk oh my too much. gosh, let me come in and I'll let him talk, but yes. I'll I'll just be here. Yeah, me and you will talk um, with Sean about like every scene. We'll break uh, down like how we. Did I'm like it. the third wheel to your guys's rape. That's so sweet. It was a threesome. You can three rape in a threesome. You're right. I topped both of y'all. Yeah. What's up? We, we I did, wrecked his life. We did. I wrecked your life. We did what's worse than no raping you, spoilies. which is ignoring you for a day when we had to do the mm-hmm. rape scene. I know. We were like, oh, how about this? Hold on. Last thing. Last thing. Okay, Sean. I it, We are shooting a scene upstairs. I am really close with Mary at this point, right? Both comics, sisters. I'm like, I found a new sister. You were going through stuff with your mom. I was, I was like, she's my new sister. And then I meet Sean, and I'm like, oh, my God, Sean. This guy used to be a comic. He's I'm married to a gynecologist. We're about to do this intimate scene. I have a, Now I have a chosen brother. Like, holy shit. But they kind of don't really, I don't know. They're not gelling. And then I'm sitting outside eating one day. Neither of them are working at the time. Their call time's like 8 p.m. I'm working like a fucking dog in a mini skirt, <laughs> eat, trying to eat beans, like oh, while no. getting COVID tested. And I turn don't around. Don't out me that I act like this at And work. Laverne and Shirley... <laughs> What is it? What's the Laverne and Shirley thing? Shamil. Shamil. So around the corner, they're skipping. They're both skipping like fucking Mayberry crackheads. That was a good day. They're skipping hand in hand, dying laughing. That was a good day. They're like, they have inside joke. They're like, and that's why he said it was like, Roy Biff. And then everyone's like, what the fuck happened? They like went and got a drink and became best friends. And it was very annoying. Oh, I love your annoyance. I was like. I love your act out at what okay, you were missing. Okay, I'm over here acting, guys. Playing I'm my like, playlist. Hey, it wasn't enough. The beautiful people. <laughs> the beautiful people. Crying. So much crying. You were an emotional wreck. I was crying the entire time, but Let's the problem is... Let's end by is, saying what a brilliant, um, dramatic actor you are. They cut out all my snot. It was a lot of snot. You wanted she, the snot in there? I would do like, no, but I would do like an awesome take that was like, to, I totally felt it. It felt real. And I gave everything I had. And she'd be like, can you do it again with just no snot? And I was like, no. No, I don't think... And then I had to try to do it again. I was just like... Oh, I, I didn't just, know that. I was like, I just need 10 minutes to just do it again. And What about our scene together at the table? Doing the nail polish? I was having a moment. I also think... Usually our, I can't... I was being objective. I was like, look at We these were really two. in it. I know. And then the scene where you threw the thing at um, the guy. And I believe how Me much too. he loves you and you guys are friends and that... We would that like do a scene and wild. be like, are you okay? I'm sorry. That, like, it, it was so wild. Oh, here that we go. scene was wild. Uh-oh. Spoiler. I don't think we can show that. Ah, yes. That's cool. 
Sorry. Why not? Uh -oh. I mean, it's fine. Look at her hands. She's a maniac. Let me see that. Oh, yes. That's awesome. See how Pat um, split screened them? That that never happened. He put them in, he put us on the same side. Yeah, because there's like eight hands down there. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when I dropped the glass? Yeah. And we had that like little cute improv moment. Yes. Where I was that like, was the best. Go back. Okay, so I love um, go back being one. with you on set because back, you're back. so into it and stop, you love stop. it. This photo was, I don't even know when that was fucking Hell taken. Yes. Remember when they took our, so. Girl, you, that's really good. You do Because for drama, I thought it was going to be, they were going to make you like. It was four in the morning. That's a great picture. I didn't, I didn't get to my stock photo until four in the morning Look and I looked like mouth, Steve Buscemi. Sexual. Remember? And I had no makeup and light. I had just been crying all day and they're like, time for your photo. And I'm like, my face is swollen. This is what's going to be on a billboard. Look at the lashes. I the sound like such a narcissist. Eyes. But I, they cleaned it up with, they did some Photoshop or something. I mean, look at my skin. It looks like, um, it looks like pound cake. Th that's the style of the I whole think they thing. My nose, maybe. What do you mean? It has nothing to do with the makeup on your face. Look at the whole pixel yeah, yeah, over yeah. pixelation look, of this. His, look at his eyes, bright blue. Look at Abigail Breslin. I'm excited about hers. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to see all the episodes. This one is. I know Rachel Bilson is coming on in like two weeks. Uh, I don't know what her episode's about. But Chickless is what his is about is wild. I think it's in the realm of if you know your child's going to be a school shooter, what do you do? Oh, dang. Um, it's like on some Mice and Men shit. Which How I many episodes are there? Six, I want to say. Because it was based on, there was an English format that was. Yes. Like, oh, but, it was Israeli. Is it English? Oh, um, maybe. I don't remember. I think 24 now. was maybe Israeli, but, um, there, but maybe both. And about. Uh, we have to go. I have to Thank pee. you for having me. I love you. Don't love ride you. elephants. I love uh, acting with you. We're going to do it again. And seeing you on set was exciting. It's a dream. Because you're really into it. I think you're really that like a child our career, enjoying your our craft. big acting careers, I think, are ahead of us. I think we were designed to be, like, I only want to... From your lips to... From, from your lips to yeah. Howard Gordon's ass. <laughs> <laughs> from Make my lips to the casting director, Deb Your lips to Pussy. Niagara Falls. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go to Niagara Falls. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're doing stand-up. Yes. Do you want to come? And we can see the other side? God. When are you At going? At the end of January, I'm doing Niagara Falls. That might but, be when I go to... But um, the American side. Hell, yeah, I do. Oh, uh, my That gosh. might be when I'm at Sketchfest. Oh, that's right. Is it the very last week or the week before? The 20, uh, it's like, yeah, the last weekend. Oh, and then I do Atlantic City. Shit. Can I'm you imagine? That'd be the best. We're back. We're back. I love you. Don't ride elephants. I end these very awkwardly. Marilyn Thank you. Bye. I love you. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.